welcome to Raunchy Power Hour, a book club for discussing romance from the erotic to the erroneous. As always, this is an explicit podcast and contains strong language, adult themes, and sexual content. If you are sensitive to these things, we urge you calmly but sincerely to turn off your radio now. It's my birthday episode! I'm your producer, I'm your producer and birthday girl, Ashlyn. I'm one of the birthday participants, Sydney. Well, I'm not a participant. I'm a guest. <laughs> and I'm Yada that's about to be smashed and spills open Dr. Pepper because it's all I drink. You know what? Literally, me too. Play. Now get ready to get birthday Eve. Oh, that's cute. Hey, guys. I have a question for you. Ooh, a switch up? This is of new. The setup? <laughs> How well do you do you think you know me? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I would think I would know you well, but I'm not gonna jinx myself. I I feel like this is this is the, the ultimate opportunity to give myself a disclaimer to listeners at home. Ashlyn and I only started hanging out really this year. So this is my hall pass. In the events, I get a lot wrong. <laughs> and I have no excuse because I introduced them. <laughs> That's right. We're going to gang up on Sydney if, she's, if she yeah. misses a single oh, question. No. Yeah. Just one. <laughs> Just, Just one. one. You if know you what? Miss, if you miss a question, we're not going to be friends anymore. <laughs> wow, that is, a, that is a lot of pressure. <laughs> Stakes are higher in this episode than any other. <laughs> I will quit the podcast. You will have no producer and no editor. <laughs> who, will um, we, who, who will we talk to? We'll just have Craig. And he doesn't yeah. answer. No. Except I, I own Craig. So. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys are fucked. Do you have a dollar anyway. a month? <laughs> God, can I spare 50 cents? I don't know. <laughs> Okay, listeners, uh, pardon my very hoarse voice, but it's my birthday episode, and I was heavily inspired by Lauren's birthday episode, and by heavily inspired, I do mean I copied in its entirety. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna we're gonna play Ashlyn Jeopardy episode, yeah. So uh, I have three three categories, four questions per category. The higher the number in the category, the smuttier the fic. You know how it works. I don't have any full-sized alcohol products for drinking. I have two shooters, so that'll be fun. Um, That sounds good. The number of the questions, how many sips if you get it wrong, you get a sip for a hint. Let me just crack open a cold one. I'll drink if you get it right. Sounds great. There are a lot in here that I've talked about on the podcast before, so we'll see. This will be fun. Listeners, play along. (laughs) Play along at home. See if you can remember what I've talked about. Okay, so your categories are obscene obsessions, so things I've been obsessed with, YA novels, uh, and childhood crushes. Oh no, I don't think I know <laughs> that one. <laughs> I have a dark feeling that the only section I'm going to get right is the childhood crushes, because I feel like we're on a similar wavelength with that, mm. Ashley. <laughs> we are. We've talked about most of them. <laughs> Delightful. Uh, so I guess are, are you guys gonna 
quack to buzz in like we did for Lauren's? We can quack. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to audibly quack into the microphone so the listeners can get the full experience. Perfect. I will too. There it. we go. Excellent. Let's do it. Um okay, Sid, you want to you want to pick a category and your number? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> um can we do obsessions for one, please? Obsession obscene obsessions for one. Okay. What popular British TV show and fandom have I seen every episode of at least six times? Quack. Yes, Lauren. <laughs> is this BBC's Sherlock? It is BBC Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> I was Damn. going to say that. Damn it. Okay, wait. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. Ah. Uh. I'm scared. Oh my god. I gotta. Is this a? Oh, is I forgot a, to mention, we're reading fanfics with this. I'm so sorry. <gasps> I forgot to mention that. Yeah, every single one has a fanfic associated with it. My bad, Tigers. So, and one of the oh, tags sorry, is domestic love. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, it's Sherlock X Reader. Oh, that's really good. Sorry, I forgot to mention, I'm drinking an horchata shooter right now. That was surprisingly good. Go. Um, and I'm drinking tonight a mango cart beer. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> My chaser is a Dr. Pepper. So because I didn't get it right, do I have to read the full thing? I forget the rules. Um, I think for Lauren's episode, we just kind of did it. Everyone read. So. Okay. We'll just do everyone reads. So we're reading Let the Light In by Softest Queen with three E's. The summary I love is... It. After a particular, per, oh my God, Ashlyn! After a particularly frustrating case, all the consulting detective needs is closeness. Oh, here, man. Same here. All right. Well, how about I take majority of the lines, and Lauren, you do speaking since I lost the round. Speaking as in dialogue or as description? Dialogue. I'll do description. All right. I'm, I'm going to hone in my inner Benedict Cumberbatch impression. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. Ask, I was about to say, Ashen, would you love or hate a British accent if I try this? I'll let you know. Go for it. <laughs> a little <Okay>. sampler. <clears throat> His last case was one of the hardest he ever had to solve. Even though Sherlock Holmes loves the thrill of the case that really cha- that really challenges him, it also frustrates him to no end if he can't find the culprit at culprit the moment. He has all the evidence. Let me know. Yeah, it's not very British. I'll just read in intense. <laughs> Surprise, can't do a British accent. Uh, the case involved multiple chases with no success, countless sleepless nights, and even more nights he didn't get spent with you. Countless nights, sitting in his chair, thinking, "Well, he could hear your soft snores from down the hall. He missed you, even though he saw you every day. He saw you when he when you told him to eat something, when you told him to take a break, when you told him to go to sleep. But it wasn't the same when he couldn't really spend some quality time with you, when he couldn't have deep conversations with you, when he couldn't look at you, when he couldn't hold you, and really feel you to say." He attached for you, ached for you. <laughs> <laughs> We're ad 
ad-libbing the story. <laughs> pure, dys- pure dyslexia just came out right there. Uh, so to say he ate... No, he attached <laughs> for you was putting it lightly. I mean, it kind of works. Potato, potato. <laughs> attached an ache. You know... The start of your relationship was not easy. Suddenly, Sherlock had someone he really trusted, someone he'd always listened to him and always cared about him, someone who would wait and be there for him when he came home at night. Those were things that were easy for him to get used to, especially since he had never really loved someone. But for you, he tried, and in the end, it worked out. Still, sometimes your relationship has to come second. He doesn't like that, but he has to get his cases done, especially since he doesn't take on that many cases anymore. He found a new thrill. You. (laughs) Try not to laugh. It's very sweet, but it's just also very... Like 2016-2015. If you don't like being being the the object of Benedict Cumberbitch's desires, I mean, I wouldn't mind. But like, I'm trying to imagine it as like if this were the actual Sherlock character, and I'd be like, "Dear God, this is suffocating." Yeah, I'm kind of into it. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm into it too. It's just very, just like. Very 2015, very 2016, but I love it. When Sherlock finally entered your shared flat in the middle of the night, he didn't expect you to be up. But here you were, sitting in his chair, wearing one of his robes, and reading what seems to be one of your many too cheesy rom-coms. That's a call out. That's rude. In the background, a jazz record could be heard. One of your favorites. He couldn't even begin to explain how relieved he was to see you. But unfortunately, the one thing Sherlock Holmes was horrible at asking for was the one thing he now desperately needed most. All he wanted to do right now was hold you close and hear your voice. He wanted he wanted to really feel you with his whole being and not just feel your hand grazing his hand when handing him a kappa. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, handing you a kappa. <laughs> Just hand hand graze while he's while you do him. A kappa. Do do you think British people when they're getting intimate with someone that has breasticles refers to the size of their breasticles as kappas? I hope so. I'm a bee kappa. <laughs> That's terrible. Oi, love! I only date date broads that have uh, D kappas. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this for us. <laughs> hey, uh, Ashlyn, what's our listener view count in uh, Britain by any chance? <laughs> Has it declined since the mister? It's just going to keep... It's declining currently in this episode. Like, they just know. It started falling <laughs> so- off when Sydney did the British accent in My Immortal, and we haven't <sighs> regained followers since then. <laughs> oh, I didn't apologize then. Uh, anyway... <laughs> He lightly knocked on the door, not wanting to startle you. You looked up from your book and immediately saw your boyfriend looking back at you. A smile now adorned your face, which caused a warm feeling to spread through the detective. Case solved. (laughs) Sorry, you sounded like Siri. (laughs) I'm sorry. I couldn't quite get that. (laughs) 
What's the first question you could voice, even though a hundred more were currently going through your mind? You really hoped it was solved, because that would mean you could finally spend some time with your boyfriend again. Finally! so Australian, Lauren. Oh my god. Finally. Finally. Crikey. Oh no, clear. Surprise is an H2O Vic. To the five listeners we have in Australia, I'm so 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 sorry. Please don't stop listening. We love you. Um, I do love your country very, very much. I live there for a bit. Anyway. Uh finally, he answered, a smile now starting to appear on his face, too. At hearing his answer, you immediately got up and hugged him for what felt like the first time in weeks, even though it could have been only a week at most. You nuzzled into his chest while he tucked his face into the crook of your neck, inhaling the smell of your body wash. Why are you still out, my love? (laughs) (laughs) It was not a question of importance, but more one to break the silence and finally hear more of your voice. Well, I couldn't sleep and thought I would wait for you. I've missed you. Your words made made Sherlock think. These days, he often considered your feelings, especially when he's doing something that can make you mad. But he never considered that not not only did he miss you, but you also missed him the same. He was not the only one deprived of your touch. You couldn't touch him either. He unconsciously pulled you closer while he got lost in his thoughts. How about we go to bed? Uh, 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 sorry. Malfunction. (laughs) Sorry. Can you repeat that? (laughs) Your voice immediately put him back to reality. There's nothing I want more right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Australian Sherlock. He answered truthfully. You pulled away from him and took his hand in yours, already on the way to your shared bedroom. You were already wearing your that is not how you spell pajamas, is it? Oh, there's a Y in pajamas? <laughs> it's one of the ways. It's a British way. Oh, gross. Oh, so, that... My brain don't like that. Fun fact about I'm- me is that I read too many British books growing up, so now I spell things the wrong way, like honor and valor and color. I'll have use. <gasps> Ew. So doing that but that was because when i started learning to spell those words i was in australia at the time (laughs) i also do like spelt with a t not ed yeah same which is british english (laughs) the cutoff anyway (laughs) (laughs) you were already wearing your pajamas only wearing one of sherlock's dressing gowns on top of them when you got under the cover Sherlock took off his suit very carefully, placing it on a nearby chair. He also got into his pajamas before joining you under the covers. He immediately took hold of your waist before pulling you into him. You were now both laying on your sides, legs intertwined, facing each other. You had one of your hands in his chest, feeling in his chest, on his chest, feeling its steady and now relaxed heartbeat while your other hand slowly drew shapes on his back. Yeah, just reaching into his chest. Um, and while Sherlock held you close, happy to see you close to him again while holding you he wondered how he went with life before he met you before you were there for him held him close and showed him what love felt like or that love could feel so incredibly good 
But when he kissed you now, just before he fell asleep in his arms, he knew that he doesn't need to worry about having to live without you ever again. Yay! Hey, Lauren, you good? So- sorry, I was method acting. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. <laughs> this may send me back into my Sherlock obsession, honestly. I'm telling you. I, Even though that- it is so... It is so not connected to the character in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> not at all. But that's why we love it. The fantasy. But, but do y'all remember when the Sherlock fandom literally created a character to ship with Moriarty? No. no. What quarter of the Tumblr were you on? Do, y- do y'all not remember this? Okay, one minute, one minute, one minute. Um, listeners, you may know this. Um... There was a character. I saw a lot of people shipping Sherlock with Moriarty. No. So basically they created this character. Uh, Moriarty. I hate that I'm just putting this in with not in safe mode, but it's fine. Um. <laughs> the number of things I have Googled for this podcast. Not Bastion. in safe search. Moriarty oh. x Sebastian. <laughs> have you ever heard of Sebastian Moran, have you ever heard of this? No. No. Okay. okay. So <laughs> I was very deep into this fandom. So I remember this ship. They literally, the Sherlock fandom literally created a character named Sebastian Moran, which was not an actual character within the Sherlock BBC universe to ship with Moriarty. And he's like an assassin or something. And he was fan cast to be played by uh what's his name what's his name what's his name um oh god what's his name if i show you guys the photo you would know who i'm talking about but i don't know this guy's name (laughs) i hate to tell you i did just look it up and and i don't know if this is correct but but it says that Colonel Sebastian Morin is a fictional character in the stories written by Arthur Conan Doyle. An enemy of Sherlock yes. Holmes, he first appears in the 1903 story, The Adventure of the Empty House. Yes. So, like, he was a character within, like, the original, I believe, the original. Yeah. I'm double checking that. But yeah, uh, <gasps> basically, the fandom, like, cast their own. Uh, guy in this and was like oh yeah this character um, we need him in Sherlock I mean his anime depiction is something I would go for I know you would okay so it's the guy who plays Magneto <laughs> the young version of Magneto in X-Men that's the, that's the fan cast actor curse <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love this piece of lore that, uh, yeah, the Sherlock fandom was like, this is what we want. <laughs> Thank you for enlightening us. I'm I'm very pleased with this knowledge. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Oh, hold on. I'm going to I'm going to send this to you girlies in the chat. <laughs> oh, God. Let me find um, this piece of art I just found, too. For your viewing pleasure, we have our our ship photo of the day. Oh, God. Oh, my. 
<laughs> yep, 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 yep. Oh. The guy I see it. Right. What else has he been in? I don't he know. He's the priest on Fleabag. <laughs> Thank you. I got you. That's what I know him from. Here's, here's another good one for you guys. <laughs> Amazing. I hate this so much. Aren't you glad that you brought this up for your birthday episode and now I just get to tell you guys about this fake ship that the Sherlock community came up with? This is going to be an interesting episode. Just Here's another general. one for you. <laughs> Odd. Okay, hot, though. Hot. Uh, I know, right? It, some of them are pretty good. Yep, 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 this, yep. This audio format show is really uh, slapping right now. It hurts because <laughs> it matters. <laughs> uh, Lauren. Yes. Do I pick a category? Um, can I pick childhood crushes for one? You can. Okay. Thanks. Who is my favorite Harry Potter movie crush? My favorite. Who is my Harry Potter movie crush? Not my favorite. Black. Yes, Sydney. It is I'm trying to. It's Fred Weasley or George Weasley. It is it's not. One of the twins. What? I thought it was one of the twins. That's, That's mine. Drink. Damn it! I was a Fred Weasley girly. You're not you. You are not wrong. Oh. I get that. Thank you. I get it so Thank much. You. Quack. Yes, Lauren. I'm between two answers, but I'm I'm gonna go for my gut. Were you a Draco girly? That's not my movie crush. <laughs> oh, not movie. Oh, I love Draco in the books. He's got a a fantastical storyline, but not not my movie crush. I'm so sorry. Can I tell you what my second answer was gonna be? Sure. Hey, can I guess again? <laughs> Everyone can guess again. You have you you have to sip every time, but yeah, yeah, oh, true. Okay. Um, I was going to say Cedric Diggory. <laughs> oh, uh, that was, that was a, mm-hmm of shock. Okay, so so Lauren, I know you're making that face, but I need you to know I was also not a Twilight girly. So I I have nothing for that actor, for for Mr. Pattinson. But but he was cute in the Harry Potter movies. Not so cute in Twilight. He was so only cute is- in that movie because all of them didn't have a haircut. That's <laughs> true. That's my true. issue with him in the Harry Potter movies is that he literally said he couldn't take them seriously, and so his his oh. character very much comes across as not taking it seriously. <laughs> Also, that whole thing yeah. of him running down when he's landing randomly. He's, like, still running with those legs. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> um, so I quacked. Okay. Get quacky with it. Get quacky with it. Um, I'm gonna say you may have been a little bit basic. Is it Harry? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you say fucking Hagrid, I swear to God. <laughs> no, it's wait, not. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
This is an ob- obscure answer, but I also had had fleeting feelings for this individual. Oh my god! Only in the movie, so I'm going to say it. Is it Oliver, the Gryffindor Quidditch captain? It is not, but that was a good one. He, he is he is on screen. I think less than Oliver would. <laughs> Who is Quack? Yes, Warren. <laughs> Okay, I don't quite remember his name, but he plays a Slytherin kid that is not it featured is not, in the it movies is not often. Blaze. Blaze, that's what I was thinking. It is not Blaze Nikita. No, no. I don't remember. His last name starts with an N and ends with an I, and I can't remember what it is. Who the hell is this child? You, just drink for a hint, damn it. No, come on, hint. Hint, please. Hint, please. Okay, it is a Weasley. It is quack. <laughs> yes, Sydney. Ashlyn. Yes, love. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I'm trying to remember this boy's name. I do know. I think I know what you're talking about. Are you talking? Are you fucking talking about? What's his name? He's got long hair. What's his name? It's the one at the wedding. What's his- the dragon one. Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Which, I also don't remember which one of us can get it first. Hold on, hold on. Billy, uh, no. Bill, you, Bill, Bill, Bill. It is Bill. It is Bill Weasley. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know who that goes to because Sydney was there. Yes, she deserves. Uh, you that know, one. here's the thing. I get it because then seeing that actor in Star Wars, I'm like, hello. So doing? the actor is Domina Hall Gleason, who is also an ex machina, and I love that man in ex machina. So my crush on him is like mostly based on the fact that I love Domina Hall Gleason. Oh my god. That was if if I can get the point for the little one from Attack on Titan, Sydney gets that one. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. That's fair, that's fair. It's it's a good excuse to drink my Dr. Pepper. Well, that means Lauren, you get to read the Bill, most of the Bill Weasley fan fiction. And I do believe this is smut. Am I correct? Uh, it's no, only it's a long one. one. I'm so sorry. It's not that spicy. Okay. Okay. Um, it's kind of long. I'm trying to decide where we're gonna stop. I can speed read. Okay, go for it. There's not. There's not a whole lot of dialogue. It's like one or two words every now and then. All right. Here we go. So excited. The Hogwarts dormitories were quite safer than many other areas of the castle. No, they weren't necessarily guarded by more than a magical painting who could often be swayed into submission. Like, oh, shit. In the case of the fat lady. They oh. were especially private, seeing as some of them had up to five students sharing one cramped space. But it tended to be an unspoken rule that these spaces were sacred, ex- existing outside the lines of house rivalries and end-of-term seventh-year pranks. There were exceptions, of course, but the student body could generally agree that their own beds were often the safest places to be within the castle walls. You were safe in bed, yes, but not within the confines of your own body. You'd been prone to nightmares for ages, been to Madame Pomfrey and even Professor Snape on numerous occasions to request medicinal potions that would allow you to sleep through the night. And for the most part, you've been doing better lately, going several nights at a time without your subconscious mind interfering with your slumber. Why is this? Why does this hit? It's Wattpad. This is not supposed to be good. 
<laughs> Tonight was different. You woke with a start, like suddenly being dropped on your feet in a different world altogether. This wasn't the case, of course. You were snug in bed, wrapped in a scarlet and gold quilt with the stove burning hot just a few feet away. Bill was sprawled out on his back beside you, open-mouthed and snoring at the ceiling. You couldn't recall if you'd even made a sound when your eyes flashed open and the memory of the dream was slipping further away with each moment until you weren't quite sure what it was even about. All you knew was the unsettling feeling like a rock in your gut, making your hands shake as your white knuckled the blanket to keep it tight around you. <laughs> your eyes <laughs> fell close to tears for what seemed to be no reason at all. Though you'd usually just roll over and drift back to sleep, the dark cloud this particular dream casted over you wasn't something to be shaken off. You needed a company. Sydney, would you like to do the honors of the dialogue? Or thoughts? Ye yes. He's such a heavy sleeper. Braving the open air, you shifted to tuck part of the quilt over Bill's body. It'd become your sole possession at some point in the night. You used the opportunity to snuggle closer. Me too, bitch. One trembling hand coming to rest <laughs> upon his arm. Bill? <laughs> you Bill? <laughs> Bill. Bill, honey. Bill. Ugh. You whispered, voice low enough so his roommates wouldn't be disturbed at such an hour. But his snores were loud enough that they filled the room anyways, too loud for you to be heard over. You swallowed and tried again, moving your lips closer to his ear. Bill, please wake up. <laughs> the snoring ceased, dissolving into an abrupt snort. His lashes <laughs> brow wrinkling as your voice reached his own dream world, hopefully a nicer one that you'd been dealing with. Your fingers wrapped around his forearm, grabbing his attention enough for a sliver of blue to crack from beneath his eyelids. You watched his eyes adjust to the darkness, and then they were finally upon you. Ashlyn? I knew it! <laughs> I was hoping you'd do that. Oh, of course. This is an we, immersive we, birthday episode. We, no, please. We could stick to raunchy or like we did for Lawrence. No. I'd be okay with that. No, nope. nope. This is our gift. This is our gift to you. Take it like a good little girl. <laughs> he rolled over on thank his you. side. <laughs> Say please and thank you. Oh. He rolled over on his side, deep voice rasped with the residue of sleep. Oh, that's, that line goes hard. He blinked heavily, barely keeping his eyes open, even as he brought a palm to rest against your cheek. You let him cradle your face, relief thinning the air on your lungs that had felt more like a heavy sludge since you'd woken up. Your eyes even closed, letting his attention wash over you, rising the anxious energy from your skin, rinsing, sorry, the anxious energy from your skin with every drowsy word or gentle touch. <laughs> What's the matter, baby? <laughs> my goal is to make every to make you fall in love with me just a little bit more every time we record lauren <laughs> well you don't even have to try, you don't even have to try. <laughs> the words caught in your throat me too it felt silly now that you were being prompted to reveal the cause of your affliction it was just a little dream and you couldn't even remember it now there was no reason for you to have woken bill up as well but his thumb struck the curve of your cheek, 
patient and attentive, even through sleep-heavy eyes as he waited for your response. You felt safer, even just with his one hand on your face, knowing, or well, shit, keeping you tied to reality. Just a bad dream. <laughs> you whispered finally, casting your eyes away from his face in case annoyance flashed across it. Nothing of the sort met you in response. Bill shifted his position, and you accepted the invitation into an embrace, without a moment to spare. His strength grounded you, too, his arms finding a cross-section in the middle of your back so you could tuck your head beneath his chin, let yourself be taken in from the chill of your own restlessness, your own mind's discontent. Damn, that's a bar. <laughs> I know! That's a, that was a bar. Bars. Go back to sleep, love. I'm right here. Bill sighed into your hair. Ooh. 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 Oh. Miners take notes. Take notes from the girl who lived 129. <laughs> About to say, write it down. <laughs> They're cooking. Bill sighed into your hair, punctuating it with a kiss that I need him. That lingered an extra moment or two. <laughs> Time felt like jelly moving thickly to bring you closer to the edge of drifting off again. Whether for the benefit of his fatigue or yours, Bill had you. You were safe in his proximity, taking care of in the best of ways. You were his, and he was yours. And it was enough to lull you back into much more pleasant dreams. <laughs> Excellent. Damn. Excellent. Bars. Bars. Straight bars. Damn. Straight bars. Straight like, bars. Literature. <laughs> oh, it gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse, oh. I promise. I was about okay. to say, uh, the girl who lived 129 on Wattpad, good job. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> that was that was a 10 out of 10. That was I'm adding that to favorites. Best I would read again. <laughs> there were like 50 chapters of different like character X reader, character X other character. They did a good job. Uh so yeah, I think it's your more. turn. It's my turn, Chase. Childhood crushes, YA novels, or obscene obsessions? I think we should do YA novels for one. Okay. What is my favorite YA dystopian sci-fi series that is only my favorite because I borrowed the book off a girl at District Honor Band in 8th grade and never gave it back? I know you've mentioned this, but I cannot remember the title. <laughs> More than once, actually. Because <laughs> you recommended I read it to get out of a reading slump, and now I can't remember. <gasps> I did! No, is it the one I'm thinking of? I think it might be. If you know it, go for it. Quack. Yes, Sydney. I'm not confident in my answer. <laughs> I guarantee it's not on your shelf. Well, then it's definitely not the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> if it's on your <gasps> wait, shelf, I'd be wait, shocked. Wait. Is it matched? I have never read matched. I thought you had it. Mm -mm. I could have sworn I saw it on your bookshelf. Never mind. Um. No, I don't have it. I have the selection series. That might have been what you saw. That was it. Yeah. Wait, quack. Can you I'm double quack? Okay. Maze Runner? I've never read that either. God damn it. I think I fully, Yes. I fully okay. don't remember the title, but I want to say, is the word world in it? No. 
Damn. This this is one that even my best friend couldn't remember the exact title of. Yeah, I remember the exact moment when you told me about it, because I remember looking it up on Goodreads, but it, the title just just went over my head. I cannot I remember. I think we need a, I think we need a. I a didn't hint. even write a hint for this one. Oh, God, I like pre-wrote my hints because oh. I was like worried about it. Um. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, if I tell I'll tell you the author name that might jog some memory. The author is Ricky Yancey. This man dropped the hottest YA dystopian series I've ever read and dipped. Quack. <laughs> Go Sydney? For it. Is it Maximum Ride? <laughs> I think that's James Patterson, if I'm not mistaken. That is, in fact, James Patterson. <laughs> Damn it, never mind. Quack. Lauren, go for it. What, you cats? <laughs> no! <laughs> yes, the, the y- dystopian sci-fi series Warrior Cats is my... <laughs> um... I'm about to joke not it. all this hard. I was just gonna jokingly say the giver. <laughs> <laughs> A separate piece by John Steinbeck. <laughs> I thought oh I my had God. Book here. Quack. Quack 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 quack. Yes. Is it immortal is it immortal instruments or something like that? Nope. God damn it! <laughs> I'm getting angry now. Now I don't know. Oh, I'm going to know it as soon as she says it, but I just cannot. I know. Because I know I'll it's not the Cinder. Silence in a second. I just... know it's not Cinder, because that's the book series I was thinking of originally. The, the uh, Crescent Moon Chronicles, but I know it's not that. It's not Percy Jackson. No, it's not Harry Potter. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I was so certain that I had this book, one of the books in my apartment, and it does not appear that I do. I think we need another hint. I don't have another hint. Um, you gotta give us another one. You're never gonna get it. If Lauren yeah. can remember the moment that I told her about it and can't remember the title. Yeah, there's no hope for me. I don't know about you. Yeah, I I give in. I'll, hey, two sips if we can't answer it. Oh, Doctor yeah, okay. Uh It is the Fifth Wave by Rick Yancey. I God, ugly saw during. I knew it, these I knew it was one of those. Yeah, I borrowed it off a girl at eighth grade honor band because I finished my book and I was bored. And um, I read the entire book during honor band weekend, and never gave it back. I still have her Do copy of it. Do y'all remember I Am Four? Did yes. you ever read that book? I'm no. sorry, you mentioning Fifth Wave just like threw me back <laughs> to dystopian to the dystopian books I read. So I think that link takes you to twenty chapter twenty four. We're doing twenty four through yep. twenty seven. <laughs> the, the tag that I saw is car accidents. 
I promise. Yeah. I promise. So these are okay. So this is uh, Miscellaneous Book Imagines by Multi Fandoms Imagine. Hey, hey, Maximum Ride is on here. <laughs> that doesn't make a right answer. Yeah. Um, I'm, the, I'm the Maze Runner. <laughs> I was in the genre. You were. Well, I, I, I said Warrior Cats. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to do 24, 25, 26, and 27 because they're really short and they're just imagines of the characters. And anyone that read this series will appreciate these because they're so good. <laughs> would, Lauren, right. would you like to read the imagine or would you like me to read it? So for context, Cassie is the main character. Sammy is her much younger brother. And then later on, there's um, Zombie, which is the name of a character. Well, of course. Who's her love interest, so. Oh, oh, sick. Makes sense. Yeah. Sid, you got this one. I can do the dialogue. <laughs> Imagine Cassie coming to rescue you from Wright Patterson. <laughs> Cassie had finally made it inside Wright Patterson, a base used by the others to train children into soldiers. Once inside the base, Cassie ran through the halls, making twists and turns in hopes in finding the most two most important people in her life, her brother Sammy and name of her, her significant other, Ashlyn, her significant other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ashlyn. Oops. Oops. <laughs> I forgot we were switching. <laughs> No worries. <laughs> Ashlyn, Sammy. She shouted as she passed the throng of people in front of her. I hope you guys know I read that and I read thong first. <laughs> I just wanted to share that. Surprise, Wright Patterson is a Victoria's Secrets mall location. <laughs> Wright Patterson. That's Victoria's Secret. <laughs> Uh, as she kept moving forward, she finally noticed a young boy with similar features to Sammy standing next to someone who resembled her partner. Sammy! Ashlyn! The inverse! <laughs> Cassie continued to shout as she pushed, pushed her way through the crowd, hoping to finally hold the two people she's been missing since the waves occurred. That's it. <laughs> What's this next one? What the hell? Imagine <laughs> with Ben during football games. Ben is her initial love interest. Benton Kessler? Uh, Benjamin Parrish, but sure. Yeah. Why does she leave him for zombie? He looks pretty cool. Oh, no, he is zombie. Oh. Oh. She leaves him, she leaves him for... So they're not actually together. She just has a crush on him. But who does she end up with? Guys, if you go to chapter 26, Evan. imagine imagine helping Cassie when she gets shot. Oh, yeah. That happens more than once, actually. Why oh, am I not slay. surprised? Plot armor, slay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's... Oh, sorry, I start. Yee! Oh, wait, we're reading more? <laughs> sorry, I was just clicking through the chapters. Oh, we're doing we're doing through twenty seven. Oh, because they're okay. super short and they're all fifth wave. Ashlyn cheered through the rest of the school, along with the rest of the school. I have not drank much, and this and I am struggling. When George <laughs> Bernard, 
football team scored another touchdown against their rival school, Woodton High. They were winning 18-16, to but they still had one more round before it was decided who the winners would be. They had another quarter, I assume, not a round. You know what? That's how I talk about football, too. So she just liked me. Ashlyn watched the field as both teams got into starting position for the last play. Holding their breath, Ashlyn waited in anticipation. Come on, Ben, they thought as they watched their best friend, Ben Parrish, who was wearing the jersey number seven, get past the ball and try to run for the end of the field. Ben? Ben? Just go. Sorry, I cut out. I couldn't hear you. Say that again. Go, Ben. There we go. Ashlyn yelled as they watched Ben run to score the final point. Yep, just a single point when you do a <laughs> touchdown. It's definitely just one point. You get this next line. No, me. This, this next line, because this is what I yell at my football team when I'm in the stands. <laughs> run faster. Come on, Ben. I believe in you. <laughs> Literally all of us this past Saturday. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. I can't relive this. Uh, I don't either. Okay, we'll just do one more. Chapter just 26. Just you already talked about it. Yeah, because I thought it was funny. This is canon. Ima- this, this actually happens in the first book, just so you know. Um, imagine helping Cassie when she gets shot. <laughs> Ashlyn and Cassie walked in silence as they got on the Ohio Highway. Of course, it's in fucking Ohio. <laughs> Sorry, this, that's me being an angry Midwesterner. They were trying to get to the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in order to get Cassie's brother, Sam, back. Suddenly, Cassie lets out a groan as she falls to the ground, her leg bleeding. Suddenly? Interesting. Ashlyn looked around at her surroundings, trying to see if she can find the person who shot Cassie. You didn't hear the gunshot, though, Ashlyn! <laughs> Hello? There, there, there we go. Huh, I don't see anyone. It must be the silencers. <laughs> Grabbing Cassie's arm, Ashton pulled her up, but put her arm over her shoulder and began to walk to, the, to a nearby car. Come on, we have to hide. <laughs> it must be the silencers. So, for the record, silencers <laughs> is a proper noun. It's not like the silencer on a gun. It's like okay. what they call people who kill their survivors. Oh, I see. I see. Literally oh. silencing them. It's a proper noun, I promise. Okay. <laughs> um, I love it. But, you just, but you also didn't hear the gunshot, so. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't remember why. It's been a while since I've read those. I should reread those. (laughs) I don't know whose turn it is. I believe it is Lauren's. Yes. Hi, Lauren. Hey. Um. What? What are the What are the options again? (laughs) Obscene obsessions, (laughs) YA novels, and childhood crushes. Obscene obsessions for two, please. Oh God, we're gonna do this. Oh, this is a part of me that I'm gonna put on the internet that I'm gonna regret. <clears throat> what historical figure was I, and you know, still am, so obsessed with that I, of my own doing, wrote several 
paged essays about them for fun. Quack, quack, quack. Lauren, Lauren. King Louis the Sixteenth of France. Shocking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> himself. <laughs> Whichever one was the Sun King. That's the one that it I is, mean. It is not a Louis of France. No. Balls. <laughs> you were oh, that that shockingly close, actually. That's a little terrifying. I'm so confident. What? You were really confident. I'm really scared. See, I was going to be like, oh, you know, the 2014 Tumblr phase when everyone was writing things about uh, Alexander Hamilton or like Thomas Jefferson. No, we're going back farther in history. Okay. Um, well, no, not that far. No, not that far. Not that far back. Um. Oh, I'm still talking. Okay, cool. No, uh, not that far. I thought I muted myself. Quack. I don't know why. Yes. So you wrote multiple page essays on this, but not in like a sexy way. No, or just like you're more obsessed? fun, like a, a like a biographical research paper that I was not assigned. I love you. Check, you're such a nerd. Out from the library and everything. I love you. As you're like such a, a fifth nerd. grader. I love you. You are such a fucking nerd. Oh, I know it's a problem. <laughs> Why do I want? I actually, no, it can't. It can't be this person. It can't be who I'm thinking of. Lauren's about to quack I, so hard. I think I have it. If you don't, is it King Henry the It is not. Quack. No, that's me. I'm projecting. <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> Is it Joan of Arc? It is not. <gasps> I know who it is. Quack, 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 quack. Sydney, 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 Sydney. Is it Elaine of Aquitaine? It is not. Damn it! Quack. No, I know you're obsessed with her. I know oh, you're I obsessed am. with her, though. That was for school, sorry. Lauren. Quack? Is this Otto yeah. Van... What is his name? It was the, it was the emperor that, of the, the Prussian... Nation out of Bismarck. You are so weirdly close. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Would you like to drink for a hint? Because this hint is like iconic for me. My parents make fun of me for this. Yes. I almost, I almost <gasps> oh, want to get shit! it without the no! hint because I'm close. No! Fuck. Oh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Oh, shit. You can quack. I, I'm finished. You can quack. No, I don't remember the name. That's the, that's the problem. Because, oh, it's your Instagram bio. It's true. Can we get a gender or is that too much of a hint? No, that's not too much of a hint because it's historical. It's a man. It is a man. man. <laughs> I'm close with Otto Van Bismarck and Louis the, th the 16th. That's so wild. Yeah. I know who it is. I don't remember their name. The out the gate guess of Louis the Sixteenth was slightly horrifying. I need you to know that. Yeah, <laughs> that was a little that scary. Like, you know, you know so much that you like threw it in the right like Oops. time and ge geographical area, and then for some reason didn't get it right, which is scary. When you say geographical area, are we talking just Europe or France? <laughs> Is that a so hint? you want That's your a hint, hint or no? <laughs> Do you want a hint or no? Yes. 
I have cried every time I've seen his chest set at the Biltmore Estate. His Great. chest I haven't been to the Biltmore. <laughs> really? I've only been okay, one. I've only been one. I've been like four times. <gasps> this is what I get for growing up in the South. They're like, my, my family's like, oh I'll be Biltmore. I've been like four or five times. See, I know the Biltmore was built by Vanderbilt. Like, I know that that's like the architect. But So they purchased his chess set and it used to sit in the library and recently like in the back corner of the library you could barely see it recently they moved it to a glass display case so i was like inches away from his chess set and i cried because that's a crappy hint he's french yeah yeah we got it we got that (laughs) determined to get this now like i'm like ah Who would, who would have, write fan fiction would about him, though? That's the question. Why I is there fan second, fiction? I have a second hint, but it, it gives it away. Like, immediately gives it away. It can't be Napoleon. It can't. <laughs> is it Napoleon? <laughs> Napoleon? You cried over Napoleon? I cried over his chest set. Napoleon? Napoleon, baby. <laughs> I love how me saying, why is there fan fiction about a historical figure led me to Napoleon? Like, there's something about him that inspires fan fiction. You, you know what? What was going to be the next hint? Uh, he wasn't short. That was just British propaganda. Yep, I would have gotten that. Okay, yeah. uh, if, you'd, if you'd also said, uh, literally a movie just came out about him, <laughs> that also would have been good. Really? Napoleon! With Rocky and Phoenix! Yeah. Oh, I don't... Oh. I don't pay attention Ooh. literally yeah i, I don't sure no ads mm-hmm. on everything so i don't see ads oh, okay uh so i'll tell you you probably won't like it if you actually like the history of napoleon then i do they you're probably not gonna like it then so did either of you take french in high school nope <laughs> excellent lauren you're gonna have to show off because there's some french in here <gasps> oh, shit you're gonna laugh at me i haven't yep. touched it since i was 16 and I am fluent, so this will be fun. This is not, not only does someone write fanfic about Napoleon, this is 16 <laughs> chapters long. <laughs> and it's slutty. It. <laughs> Can I ask so if the French is accurate, or was it Google Translate? Mm, there are... S- so when I was reading through it, there are definitely some... Where I was like, oh, yeah, that's French. And then there were some where I was like, what? So we're just reading chapter 12, correct? <laughs> chapter 12. So there's a I narrator, there's Napoleon, and there's your name. Oh, God. I, I skipped ahead to look at the French to mentally prepare myself, and I don't like what I see. <laughs> I, I okay, Lauren, would you like me to, to, to do any speaking? Would you like to be Wyatt or would you like to be Napoleon? I need Lauren to be Napoleon. I, I humbly request. Can I be <laughs> your name? Actually, <gasps> your name. Oh Yay. my god! I get to I get to butcher French to you. I'm yes, so you do. Mind you, in this, you are his mistress. He's still married to Josephine, which oh. is well, of course so much better. Yeah, slay, 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 slay queen. <laughs> uh, this is called <laughs> "Looking for Caring Love" by. Soul 404 on fanfic.net. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite thing we've ever read for the podcast. 
I, can we can we Chapter stop reading 12. monster porn and start reading historical <laughs> fiction? <laughs> Honestly, I would not mind if we have to if we do that one night. That could be kind of fun. We all present our favorite <laughs> our favorite piece of fan fiction based on. We could do a history lesson too. Like we could like actually tell <gasps> the history and then make us read fanfics throughout. That looks so good. That's so good. Right, that uh, right. that's that's January right. when no one reads over the holidays. Noted. Okay. Yep, that's a that's a great idea. I'll just be reading a lot of fanfiction. Anyway, I will do the description. Chapter twelve. Not safe for work on the floor. <laughs> Being below him. You feel his body pressed up against yours. Your body begins to warm itself from all your blood <laughs> catching on fire, wanting him. Bonaparte was still looking away at the wall. To get his attention on you, you placed a thumb on his right cheek and the rest of your fingers on his left cheek. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out how that would... Yeah, yeah, okay. I was trying to figure out how that would work. You pull his head towards you. Just so he can face you. Then you kiss him, but he soon breaks it. Bonaparte tries to get on his knees, but you jump on him. He falls on his back, and now you're on top of him. You place both your hands on his chest, and you make eye contact with Napoleon. He seems confused as to why you're doing this. Could danger turn you on? It does. You start kissing him on the neck. I'm not going to do a French accent because it's literally so bad that it's not funny. So I'm just going to There's no bed to end this with me. Is that French? I don't know. We oui, oui. I'll do it just for this. I'll do it just for this line so you can hear you what it is. And then I'm not doing it again. Ashleyne, stop. There is no bed on this with me. <laughs> I also refuse to do a French accent for this. Why don't we do it here, on the floor? You say while kissing him. He blushes. Sorry, I'm imagining it's blushing! I'm only picturing the one famous oil portrait of him where he's got like, his knee up and the gun, and that's all I got. Ashlyn, I have never done such thing. Your intentions were clear. Stopping the kisses... Your waist starts to move around his crotch in a circular motion, feeling his hard penis through his trousers. You smile, surrendering his body, he says. Taco. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, I had two lines. (laughs) Maybe, maybe just for some minutes. Sorry, I'm having a really hard time dispending my disbelief. I know. <laughs> the dictator of France is like blushing and being like, I've never done such a thing. Like a blushing virgin. <laughs> <laughs> like you killed a man. <laughs> He's also fucked before. He's got kids. <laughs> True. Do we have kids? He don't have. Not yet. Not with Josephine. I don't, I don't know where this falls historically. I know that Josephine is in this. <laughs> Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Clearly, this is historical uh, realism. Well, of course. I'm so sorry. (laughs) He grabs you by your waist and tries to flip you over, but you won't let him. Don't fight me, Ashlyn. (laughs) Saying this while chuckling, he violently (laughs) pulls you. (laughs) 
he now stands on top of you again the hands of the emperor quickly taking off his trousers giggling while you look at him you tell him that you'd like to see his bare chest too at first he says there's no time for that but looking at your hands reaching for his uniform and undoing its buttons turned him on after he gets his trousers off you start rubbing your leg on his penis what my job are you like a dog at a fire hydrant what the hell <laughs> is that what your dog does to fire hydrants lauren <laughs> no she's too old <laughs> his focus quickly turns to the high collar shirt you're wearing undressing you your soft and beautiful breasts hypnotize him for a few seconds Ooh. Then he focuses on your trousers. Throwing your clothes to the side, he sees you fully naked. You are, however, having trouble undressing him, but he soon helps you. Um, those old-timey clothes, there was a lot of buttons. This um, is realistic. Yeah. You, uh, da, 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 a tiny million kisses race from your neck to your chest. He places each hand on the side of each boob and digs in his face. <laughs> so he's motorboarding. <laughs> 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 Getting motorboated by Napoleon Bonaparte is the craziest <laughs> shit we've ever read. And <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, motorboat. <laughs> oh God! I'm sorry. This is terrible. I love it. Oh. your arms are extended but soon meet the back of his head applying pressure to it you can hear guns and cannons firing rather close to the windmill but also Napoleon's bones along with yours and looking at you he grabs his penis and slides it inside you feeling him entering you you pull your head backwards from pleasure he's now breathing on your neck while pushing himself deep inside you let him moan worried about you he says there's a war right there. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Fucking. Anyway. <laughs> Fucking on the front lines. That should have been called. <laughs> Tell me if I hurt you, Ashlyn. I, I can be more gentle. <laughs> no. Oh. I'm fine, Dappy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a little idea at the end. I need listeners to know. <laughs> I haven't used this idea. I haven't used this idea since I used to roleplay Italian on Facebook. <laughs> Breathing more intensely, you continue. Please don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Quiet moans can be heard escaping his mouth every time he enters you. You grab his hair with both your hands, pulling him towards your neck. While he's with his face there, he, he hands his hands embrace you, holding you so tight that even the sound of men fighting each other outside of the windmill couldn't scare you. He's making you feel safe. He comes inside you, like last time. <laughs> Napoleon was sweating tremendously. He doesn't move for a few minutes. He just stays inside you, his face still glued to your neck. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm sweating. All right, promise not to make fun of me, okay? It's been a few oh, years. I want to take out my earbuds for this. Oh, Ashlyn. Oh, God. <laughs> he says quietly next to your ear. I have never met someone like you. Je voudrais faire le monde comme ça par terre. 
good thank you oh my god translation i want to make love to you again like this on the floor oh shit we can make love wherever you want Mm. still without (laughs) much breath coming from his lungs he manages to say tu es si mignon et sexy ashlyn (laughs) you are so cute and sexy ashlyn he gently removes himself from you Noticing the mess you two made, he looks for his jacket. Finding it, he searches and grabs a, hang- a handkerchief from it. Bonaparte Shit. asks you if you'd like him cleaning you with it. You answer that you don't mind at all as you spread your legs to make his job easier. Gently cleaning you, he looks into your eyes and asks if you'd like to, if you like making love to him. You tell him you didn't like it. Loved it. He smiles at you after cleaning you. He begins to also clean himself with a handkerchief. Looking at the clothes scattered around the windmill, he picks up yours and helps you get dressed first. He, t- he tells you that if someone came into the windmill, he would rather that he saw him naked instead of seeing you naked. You smile at his genuine act of kindness. Then he dresses himself and you help him too. You get on his feet and extends his hand towards you to you getting up. This is long. <laughs> they went hard on this. This is filler right here. Um, you grab his soft hand. <laughs> I don't know why that took me out. <laughs> With Bonaparte's help, your body. S- he gets you on his feet and extends his hand to you, assist to you to- in getting up. You grab a soft hand, Bonaparte, and with Bonaparte's help, your body stops making contact with the floor. That's a weird way to say you got up off the floor. Napoleon (laughs) caresses your face with the back of his hand, softly moving from your cheekbone to your chin. He heads, moves closer towards yours, and he closes his eyes. (laughs) Tilting his head to the right, he kisses you like a fuck boy. (laughs) That's just that's just me imagining it, just going. (laughs) Tongue out and everything. (laughs) (laughs) His soft lips are followed by a curious tongue exploring yours. Uh, placing Napoleon, both hands the on his face, you feel the yeah, you feel the heat coming from his red, blushing cheeks. Don't know why he keeps blushing. One of his hands grabs yours, gently moving it away from his face. His other hand is a placed on your waist. You break the kiss just so you can look into his beautiful eyes. It's an odd combination, but looking at them, hearing the chaos outside, making you appreciate him more. Ashlyn, tu es la plus belle femme que j'ai jamais vue. Ashlyn, you are the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. These words travel from his mouth to your ears, made you blush so much, and began to look away. Grabbing now both your hands, Napoleon kisses them separately and gently. It's funny, he seems so aggressive to other people, but not to you. Not to Ashlyn. To Ashlyn, he's simply loving and caring and like no one else has ever been. That shit was crazy. <laughs> that was interesting. You guys, you guys did that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's one of my favorite things we've read on the podcast. That's I'm just so, so unhinged, but like tame at the same time. I think what I think what made it worse was just like <laughs> the bl- he's a blushing dictator <laughs> with soft like, hands <laughs> with very soft hands while men are literally outside dying for the cause that he started <laughs> don't worry about it don't worry about it i know <sighs> so good 
Once again, I have no idea whose turn it is. Sydney. I think it's mine. Um, how many questions do we have per section again? Four. Four? Okay. Um, let's do... Let's go back to the present and let's do YA for... I'm going to get spicy here. Three. Three? Oh, this is this is going to be easy. What movie-based book series do I rewatch every year? 11 years strong, baby. Quack! Quack! Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's first. a Sydney. That's Harry Potter. That is Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Hit you with that link. I'm sorry. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Sorry, I was ready. I didn't think you were going to be so decisive. Sorry. Sorry, I'm looking also at the name of the Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> Why won't the sun? Fan fiction. Oh and I forgot that it was looking for caring. Love. I love Napoleon it. Bonaparte. <gasps> Quotev. Girl, this is some cultured <laughs> shit. They're not all YN. I'm sorry. They just seem to be all YN. Listen, you can always apply the, the web browser extension that replaces Y slash N with your name. And it shows up in, in all the fanfics that has Y slash in. I'm good. I'm going to pass. Damn. I don't like seeing What's my that? own name in things. What's that I do? <laughs> I can find it for you after the after the podcast. I'll send it your way. Thank you. This Lord. isn't very spicy. I don't think it I is. Think it, I think it's your turn to read. And I yes. will do vocals. Speed we'll read that, baby. Let's um, go. Okay. Let me, let me let me angle the the Discord window so I can read. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> Cold Hands by A22 the writer on Quotev. Can we read the description? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll read it. How about I read it? Go for it. Not my fave, but it's cute. It's hard to make Fred the bad guy. I have an idea for the next few chapters, TBH. I also saw a celebrity today. I was, <laughs> I was too, excite too excited to publish next week. Guess whose celebrity is in the comments? Also, make sure you put in requests, because I'm kind of thinking uh, of doing a one-shot series. Please comment ideas. I love the random. I saw a celebrity today, and I'm too excited, <laughs> excited to publish for the whole next week. Ah. <laughs> oh. I love this. I saw a celebrity. <laughs> I saw a celebrity. You are now in the library studying for your divination exam tomorrow. You felt a pair of cold hands wrap around your waist. You gasped at the sudden movement. Hi, Draco. You whispered. I'm not Draco. The person sneered. You tried to turn around, but the grip was too tight. Oh, I don't like that. Oh. <laughs> Who are you? Let go of me. You yelled. There was a shush from Madame Pence, but nobody cared. You finally managed to wrench yourself from his grasp. Fred, what do you want? You stuttered. You. He replied. Sorry, I, sorry, I got the ick, so that's why I had to take a second. <laughs> You're good. He replied, stone cold. Your eyes widened. Fred, no, I don't like you. Plus, the fact I'm with someone at, at the current moment. 
You whispered a little louder. He frowned and grabbed your waist, pulling you closer to him. I don't care about your stupid boyfriend. He said. Who said it was a boy? Slay! True. <laughs> you lied. Y'all are like slay, and I'm just like, mm, I don't like the buy, mm, the using a buy, but that's just me. <laughs> that's fair. Ashlyn. Well, I think, sorry, I think I understand it. I think it's more of like the, I think back in the day, it was much easier to like, let down guys who are advancing on you by saying you were you were gay because that was it used to be a turn off and now it's being fetishized i think i I mean i mean it's still a thing and guys are like whatever anyway uh ashlyn are you are you gay he asked worried (laughs) maybe i am what are you gonna do about it you teased i um i have to go with that, he let go of you and ran out of the library. He's actually homophobic. Back. He's scared of the gays. <laughs> he is. You walked back to your chair, but winced because of the pain he had given you. When Fred had grasped your waist, he had apparently dug his fingers into your skin and it had left painful marks on your waist. You grasped your side and walked over to get your stuff and go. You had finished packing your stuff and were getting ready to go when you felt another pair of cold hands around your waist. You flinched away, worried it was Fred. Ashlyn? Did you just flinch? He asked. D- D- Draco? You asked before turning around. <laughs> Why did you flinch? He asked, soft at first. Who made you do that? He said as he got louder. It, it doesn't matter. You whispered. You grabbed your bag and ran out of the library, leaving Draco there worried for you and confused. What happened to her? He thought. <laughs> Just the weirdest the whiplash in perspectives. <laughs> I love the dialogue tags after literally every piece of dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> you ran to your dorm and just started crying. Normally, boys weren't allowed in the girls' dormitories, but rarely there were exceptions. Like if a girl had a private dorm or vice versa. Even worse, different houses weren't allowed to each other's dorms, much less common rooms. I mean, sure, you could see a Ravenclaw in a Hufflepuff, but a Slytherin in a Hufflepuff? No one would ever believe. And the one thing nobody believed would happen, happened that night. Ashlyn was on her bed and had cried herself to sleep. Draco was in his dorm, worried about them. He made up his mind and snuck his way over to the Hufflepuff common room. Once he made it, he ran into Cedric. And what do you think you're doing here? Cedric asked. <laughs> Cedric asked, politely concerned. Don't know why that southern accent came out anyway. I could ask you the same thing. Sneered Draco. I have prefect duties. I doubt you're a prefect. Only in fourth year. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at Draco, slowly getting more and more disgusted. Oh, um, fine. I'm here to see my friend. He spat. At 11 at night? (laughs) (laughs) Cedric questioned. Don't judge. She's hurt, and I need to help her. I need her to talk to me. Draco said, a hint of hurt in his voice. Cedric hummed in response. Hmm. I'm gonna go see her now. Draco said. Cedric nodded, and Draco shoved past. He ran up to your dorm and knocked on the door. Lucky for him, you... Lucky for him and you, you had a private dorm, so no one would see either of you. You mustered up the last bit of energy you had and walked to the door. What? 
You said in a sleepy voice. What the heck happened? (laughs) (laughs) That got me. <laughs> Didn't they, did they sling bloody hells all over the place in Harry Potter? Yes. Happened, and you know, if this were like in real life, you'd be like, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah, what the heck happened? What the heckin' frick? My this is de- this is definitely second year. My dad's gonna hear about this, Draco. <laughs> True. My father's gonna hear about happened. this. Ugh. Oh he said coldly. You have never seen him coldly. like this before. <laughs> what the heck happened? <laughs> what the heck happened? <laughs> so goofy. So silly. <laughs> you went back to your bed and motioned him to lay next to you. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, I skipped away ahead. He said coldly. You had never seen him like this before. You gave him a confused look. Earlier today in the library. Then you realized what? (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know who I'm talking at. So I got confused. You're right. I think it's Draco, but honestly, I'm not 100%. (laughs) Earlier in the library today. Then you realized. I told you it was nothing. You whispered. It was something. I know I didn't do anything. Oh, god damn it! This is Draco. Early, uh, it was something. <laughs> I know I I didn't do anything. Someone else did this to you. You're going to tell me who? His tone scared you, but you wouldn't let him see. You went back to your bed and motioned him to lay next to you. You took a deep breath and told him the story. Today I was studying in the library when I felt a pair of hands around my waist. I thought it was you, so I said your name. Then the person said, I'm not Draco, or something like that. He held me real tight and left marks in my skin. I eventually got out of his grasp and turned around to see Weasley. Fred Weasley. I told him I was gay slash lesbian, and he ran off. (laughs) I told him I was gay slash lesbian, and he ran off. (laughs) I told him I was a flaming homosexual. (laughs) Oh my god. I told him I was one of them queers. (laughs) I told him slay hunty pussy boots. I told him I told him I was a girl in Rodgers. I told him I only like pussy. <laughs> uh, I told him it's Mr. Worldwide 305. <laughs> I told him it's Jason Derulo. <laughs> whistle, baby. Whistle, baby. DJ Khaled. <laughs> Can't wait to meet you. I think he was trying to get with me. I don't know. I think. I think he was trying to get with me. Anyways, when you touched me, I thought you were Fred, so I flinched. I'm sorry. You finished in a whisper. You are now currently in Draco's arms, cuddling. 
I'm going to kill that redhead. <laughs> you can't think of any better insults, Draco? Nope, we got heckin' redhead. redhead. <laughs> heckin' redhead. Maybe I should be giving Draco his southern accent. True. <laughs> Draco whispered after a minute as he started to get out of bed. <laughs> no, Dre, stay please. <laughs> Dre. <laughs> Dr. Dre, I'm pleading. Dr. Dre. You know I can't resist that face, he said. <laughs> <laughs> As he snuggled back into you. I love you so much, Ashlyn. Probably too much. <laughs> he joked. Nobody can love me too much. There's so much of me to love. Oh, one minute. Again, gotta go back. <sighs> Nobody can love me too much. There's too much of me to love. So Hufflepuff. You said. <laughs> I know. I love you too, Malfoy. <laughs> I didn't like that. I didn't like that, Malfield. <laughs> <laughs> he frowned and he smirked, knowing he hates that name, even though it's his literal surname. His last name. <laughs> Good night, Draco. You whispered before closing your eyes and drifting off to sleep. I love you so much more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he whispered. Was... <laughs> Gotta roll. <laughs> that was so in the mic. Oh my god. You're welcome for that. Ah, <laughs> uh, I think that's enough of that. Okay, Lauren, hit me. Um, childhood crushes four three. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, okay. You should be. I don't even remember what fanfic this is. Okay. What dystopian book fandom symbol Fuck. did my friends and I torment our teacher with during state testing in eighth grade? <sighs> Bonus point if you can name the crush from the series. Quack. Yes, Lauren. Is it the Hunger Games tribute three finger salute? It's not the salute. <gasps> Quack. Sydney. Is it the mocking Jay? <laughs> the pin. The pin. I'm talking it, about the it pin. It is not the pin. Quack. Lauren. <laughs> Do I have to be more specific and say the whistle? Yes, you do. It was the whistle. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. <laughs> it I'm is... going for bonus, please. You like Finnico Deer? I do like Finnico Deer. Yeah. That is correct. It's the whistle. My friends and I, during state testing, were all separated because our last names were uh, in variously different spots in the alphabet. And um, my one of us would do the whistle, and the teacher would go over to that side of the room to try to figure out who was whistling, and then someone else would do the whistle, so she'd go over to that side of the room to try to figure out who was whistling. This went on for two days. My teacher cried. <laughs> God. <laughs> she wasn't like any of our actual teachers. Like we didn't have her. She was like just a different class teacher. But um, yeah, she did cry. Sorry, I'm just reading um the additional tags, and we have voyeurism and just face sitting. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I literally don't remember this at all. I'm so what if excited. I told you that, I... that, that you may have found my, my fanfic account? I didn't. I know you didn't. I was hoping you'd buy it. 
I, I, I'm still holding out for that birthday present. It's the best thing you could give me. I think that this is actually Peta X Katniss. It's not Finnick. I'm so sorry. Uh, I should have read the text first. Yeah, it is Katniss X so Peta Malark. I will say yeah. I am entering back into my Hunger Games like obsession. I want to read it again. I'm um, currently reading a ballad of songs, <laughs> songs, whatever, state birds and songbirds, uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever yeah that one snake birds and songbirds snake birds and songbirds yep that's my favorite book a ballad of snake birds and songbird <laughs> so good <laughs> um anyway i will begin we're sitting in Peta's kitchen an oil lamp on the table in front of us paper strewn about it's been a slow day i watch him his eyes once again clear he's working on a sketch of an old candy shop from the town center I had stopped writing a long time ago, but he was so absorbed in his illustration to notice. It gave me time to look at him. We hadn't really done much more than looking since he came back, but it was nice to spend time with him, finding meaning in the calm tempo of everyday life. We shared a bed most nights, and I knew I would stay here tonight. I looked at his lips. We hadn't kissed since the arena. We'd done other things, but that seemed too far away. We were different people now, still broken, maybe more broken. But for the first time in my life, there was time to heal. What are you looking at? <laughs> he asked in a soft voice. Stop it, Lauren. That was not nice. <laughs> We're starting. <laughs> you. I answer, and I keep looking at him. His soft curls, the burn scars, the steady, calm look in his eyes. He turns towards me, and I do the same. Our knees touching. Here I thought you didn't have a weakness for pretty things. I smile. He stands. Do you want tea? Instead of answering, I stand. We're, we're so close that he needs to place his hands on my elbows to steady himself. I know it's, I know it's meant to be we, we're, but we're. <laughs> we're being authentic to the literature. <laughs> I'm trying. We've kissed enough in the past to know what's about to come. Despite that, I'm nervous. But then I lean in and he follows me without question. His eyes close and then his lips are on mine. It's a modest kiss. A first kiss. Our lips part and he kisses my forehead and wraps his strong arms around me. I lean into him. My arms are around his neck. His hands are moving, making safe circles on my back. Back and forth. Sun and moon. <laughs> I lean back to look at him, his eyes tender, watching me, his mouth relaxed. I lean up and kiss him again. A longer kiss than another one. And another one. And another one. <laughs> Lauren, I, I hate the face. <laughs> his tongue touches the top of my lip, and I meet it with my own. Fire starts licking at my insides. There's rusty from being out of use for such a long time, and the pleasure of having them back makes me bold. I let my teeth catch his bottom lip, and a strained breath escapes him. My hands are in his hair, and his grip on my waist is firm. Is it getting hot in here, or is it just me? <laughs> Am I just reading straight up porn with my friends? Possibly. <laughs> I'm straight out Wait. acting it up, out like it's an episode of Big Mouth. <laughs> I, I love that. Uh. I lean in closer and I can feel his dick press against me. 
tries to pull away a little, but my arms leave his hair to encircle him, and I pull him closer. This makes him buck up it into me, letting one of his hands travel to the nape of my neck, and the other one finally grabs my ass. A moan escapes me, and our kiss becomes less organized, soon we're moving, and my back gently hits the wall, and Peter takes the opportunity to let his other hand find my ass. He massages it and grinds into me. He then breaks the kiss. I'm about to complain. Then his strong, capable arms lift me up, his hands finding the underside of my thighs. Instinctively, I wrap my legs around his waist. Okay. His boner is just where I want it to be, and I let my hips roll into him, wanting friction. He groans into our kiss. I'm torn between wanting this to never end and wanting to rip off his shirt. Same thing when it comes to Josh Hutcherson for me, too. Me too, Katniss. My second instinct when, and I start fulling at the hem of his shirt. To my disappointment, he releases me to the floor so the shirt can get over his head. But then, before I can properly marry him, his lips are back on mine. (laughs) Y'all are gonna hate this. I'm scared. I don't want it. (laughs) When you... Oh, God. I hated those mouth noises. You're welcome. I mumbled into his mouth in between kisses. I don't need to tell him twice. Hand in hand, we climb the stairs and into his bedroom. I fling my shirt off and then throw myself onto the bed. Peta is more careful. He leans over me and dips down and kisses my collarbone. Then his mouth travels to my naked breast. Then it goes lower. He kisses my stomach and then my hip bone. He unbuttons my loose pants and I hoist my hips so he can take them off. My underwear follows. He pulls me closer to the foot of the bed, and my feet touch the cold floor. Then he places my legs on either side of his shoulders. He starts to kiss a trail from left knee to my to my core, and he lets a tongue lap lazily before he finds my clit and sucks at it, probably remembering how much it affected me last time. <laughs> Sydney? Sydney is fanning herself right now. <laughs> I feel like a sinner in church. I'm just sweating. I'm just sweating like a sinner in church. <laughs> Poor in church. Someone did not go no, up a in sinner too. Sinner? Hey, I've never sinner heard as well. Her. Yeah, I'm sweating like a sinner in church. I have only heard whore in church. Oh, my mom used to say sinner, but it, and she also could have been saying that when I was a kid so that I wouldn't I was know the say. Word <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I pant and moan into the dark bedroom as Peter takes a sweet time. I feel a vague vibration as he moans into me and I let my feet interlock. Then I feel his hands travel from my thighs to where his mouth is. One reaches around, carefully separating my folds to give him better access and the other one starts to tease at my opening. Uh, I hate it when we start describing the female genitalia. Um, hey, Ashlyn, um, in Horrible Anatomy, it. right, about to say, add my folds. Um... <laughs> Lauren. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize it was my time. I got distracted by my folds. (laughs) Please. I moan. When his his first finger enters me, it curls slightly and pushes against something inside me. Pressure makes my vision blurry. He continues to suck at me and lets the second finger enter me. It gives me a vague, stretching sensation I haven't had before. But whatever discomfort, I feel quickly drowned by pleasure. Sorry, this is a lot, so I'm just trying to get through it. (laughs) The two fingers work 
work me dutifully and I tighten my legs around him. The fingers that hold my outer lips open to give him yes <laughs> to my mm. clip moves inwards, <laughs> gently pinching my clit in between them and his tongue licking in between the fingers in a quick up and down fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Aim close. I whisper. He he hums, hums against me and brings me over the edge. My thighs clench on either side of his face, trapping him. But he doesn't mess up his tempo and he steers me through my orgasm. I'm panting and when my thighs I'm release gonna, him, I'm gonna cut you off there. Oh, thank God. Lauren's gonna be devastated, but I'm cutting you off there. Um, I, I will be finishing. I will be finishing this later. <laughs> It ends with her writing him. <gasps> a queen! I'm, uh, yep, 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 yep. That's going on my reading later. Uh, Love that for you. Is it Sydney's turn? <laughs> it may be my turn. Yes. Um, I will just say, hey, straight guys, if you ever want to know what girls want in bed, read fan fiction. <laughs> Clip. Yeah, you can you can hear the the man carrots and and the the pleasure tunnels. True, <laughs> true, true, true. But at the same time, <laughs> it's good. That's all I have to say. There's some oh, things that God. are good. Uh, so we have three and four left for obscene obsessions. Two and four left for <laughs> YA novels, and two and four left for childhood crushes. Sydney looks terrified. Well, Lauren like made a noise and it scared me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you ever look at yourself for too long and then you think I kind of look like the cart Titan from Attack on Titan? No, I've never once thought that about myself. Thank you, though. Look also, it up. <laughs> also, isn't it, Lauren? I think it's your turn to choose, or is it my turn? No, it's your turn. Oh, sorry, I got too distracted in bookmarking. Honestly, Katniss and Peta were my sexual awakening when I was that age because I couldn't tell which one to look at. <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we are gonna do... Which one do we have the most in? We have two left in everything. Two left in everything. Okay. Uh, let's do... Childhood... We'll do another Childhood Crushes. Um, and we said three for that, so let's do two. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, who was my first introduction to YouTube gamers and my first internet crush? Whack. Lauren? Are you allowed this to tell me how old one? you were? Uh, sixth grade. So mm -hmm. 12? 11? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say PewDiePie. No. We've talked about this actually, you and I have. Quack. Sydney. Is it Jack Septicide? This is so niche that I don't think you guys are gonna get it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Quack. I feel like it's I feel like it's a Minecraft YouTuber. The, you, my friend said the exact same thing, and it is uh -huh. not. 
Damn it. Quack. I just don't know you. Lauren. Vanoss Gaming. It's Vanoss Gaming. <laughs> Good job. Yes. Yes. That's impressive. Thank you. Oh my god. Um, there was a guy that I liked at the time who was like, you should watch this. He's funny. And I was like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Hold on. Lauren, you are not the cart titan, by the way. I see your gift. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I am. You're not. We uh we talked about this when we were talking about uh the Markiplier stuff. Yes. I have mm-hmm. a vague memory of this. <gasps> he was a faceless YouTuber, correct? Yeah, he I guess still is. He doesn't post anything with like face cam, but he's not like he doesn't hide his face on the internet. Okay. Like his Instagram has pictures of him. Uh I think the link I sent you to takes you to chapter <laughs> two and one. We're gonna start on one. In the first line of chapter two starts off with you finish playing the last round of G Mod. Yes. <laughs> so oh i'm sorry i got another thing where it was like hey i got a job for you finally i can go kill someone i thought oh no that's the right one. Oh, that is the right one what that's the right one <laughs> wait how do i how do i get there i can't find how to go to chapter one uh at the, start top, at the top of the page there's a drop down oh, that says behind you. the mask click on it thank okay you. so the background for this is that Vanoss Gaming played with a group of people and um, he had significantly more followers than the rest of them and so they kept getting called Vanoss's crew so everyone that is like name dropped was part of Vanoss's crew except they all hated being called Vanoss's crew and so many of them stopped playing with him and their careers never took off I wonder why two um I was gonna do one let me see where chapter two starts it's 31 chapters plus two epilogues Oh, oh. I love that. so this is called Behind the Mask by Fiery Ash. <sighs> shall I do the thoughts or shall I do dialogue? You want, baby girl? Do what? Do what, mama? Whichever, whichever you want, baby girl. Tell me which one, mama. <laughs> oh, baby. Um. <laughs> do you want to do dialogue? Okay. Or do we want to like? Yeah, we'll just do that. Okay, cool, cool. Ashlyn POV. We finished playing the last round of Gary's mod. <laughs> Tyler, you suck ass. You lost to a girl ten times already. <laughs> Snickered. Shut up, hitter. I was going easy on you, that's why. Is that how I say it? Hitter? Hider? hide her because she hides her face uh, edgy. Yeah. I it like it. So edgy I'm rolling my eyes in an audio format <laughs> I love it he said sounding pissed so I was cut off mid-sentence because of my phone ringing shush guys my boss is calling me I lied I press mute on the Skype call so they won't hear me. Of course it's Skype. Of course it's not. I they know. Don't have, <laughs> they don't even have Discord. I love it. Sup, Lester. I said once I answered. Hey, Hides. Got a job for you. 
he said. Finally, I can go kill someone. <laughs> Same. No, okay. I thought. Hit me. I said. So they have this guy named Chris. And he owes me a bunch of money. <laughs> it's like the Godfather. But no. <laughs> but no. He says he's staying at a hotel, but he's at a strip club. I'll send you the address. He said. <laughs> Copy that. I said. I was about to leave when I remembered I was on Skype call with the boys. <laughs> hey uh guys uh to go and pick up my friend from the airport talk to you guys later i said i didn't lie i had to pick up my one and only loud friend sean or dab suck the guy um oh and then you get the i went to go get dressed picture on the top to go get dressed and put on a gas mask around my neck. This is the gas mask. <laughs> Evan Van Hossen's POV. I'm about to say, let me just describe this real quick. It's very yes. giving anime girl who is like a thousand year old creature, but is deceptively drawn like a very young girl. Um, wearing a World War II like gas mask, but with like huge <laughs> blue eyes to the fact that you can barely see any whites. Um, and then looks like she has a little maid outfit underneath that. She's very cutesy, <laughs> except for the gas mask. <laughs> except for the gas mask. Evan Vanoss's POV hides. The crew calls you Hider or Hides because they don't know your real name. Was acting strange after the phone call, but can't think of that right now. I got a job to do. Okay, guys, get ready and meet up at the warehouse, all right? I said I don't in the know mic. This person. So, this is what you get, Ashlyn. Same. He's Canadian. Oh, okay. Okay, guys, uh, get ready and meet up at the warehouse tonight. <laughs> <laughs> is that your Canadian accent? <laughs> no, you gotta give me a second. Let me get, let me get into my Midwestern Chicago, Chicago water. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Okie dokie, guys. Get ready and meet up at the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'm sorry. I complained. <laughs> I said in the mic, yeah, part of the banana bus squad, but I'm also the leader of the most dangerous gang, the Vanos crew. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Ashland's POV. When I got out, when I got out the house, when I got a message, it was from Lester. Here's the address. Any address. <laughs> I started walking since downtown wasn't far. When I got there, I went in like nothing. The security guard might have been knocked out, but yeah, I spot the Christian booth with some girls. All right, let's make this snappy. I thought to myself. I walked to the booth, closed the curtains, and told the girls to get out. Chris was already drunk, so he just said some stupid shit. <laughs> Someone wants me off of this themselves. He said, Ew, you nasty shit. <laughs> Have any last words? I told the guy in disgust. Yeah, watch yourself, little girl. He said, smirking. 
I will. I said. Right then and there, I threw the knife at the guy's head. I went outside to rob a car. (laughs) What? I do have a car, but like, I don't want to walk back right now. I got to the car and started to drive to the airport. You're going to pick up Jacksepticeye's stolen vehicle? (laughs) She just murdered a man. I waited a while at the airport until I saw Sean. Top of the morning to you. I ran over to <laughs> him to get him. I helped him put his luggage in the car and drove to the warehouse, but not just any warehouse, our warehouse. Once we got in, is this Markiplier? Uh-huh. Mark was on the couch. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hey, oh, hey Jack. How's Ireland? Mark said, still on the couch. Oh, no hug or anything? It was great. (laughs) Jack Jack said, trying not to laugh. Jack! (laughs) Yelled out Sydney's name. Yelled out Sydney while tackle him. In parentheses for listeners, it says Y slash BF slash N, your best friend's name. and I were laughing our asses off. When we calmed down and were able to breathe, we asked for Ashlyn. No, sorry. We asked for Sid. Who was this supposed to be? Is this a different friend? This is Sydney, I think. This is okay. still me. We asked for Sydney. Oh, wait, no, there's someone else. I don't know. This, this is going to be Lauren. Because it's your friend's name, and the <laughs> next line is, where is friend? Okay. Uh, where's Lauren? Where's Lauren? Felix? Valentine? Xavier? There I was no question mark. There was no question mark at the end there, but okay. <laughs> they are part of you gang called Sneak Seekers. <laughs> oh, well. Lauren's with Felix on a date. <laughs> of course I'm dating PewDiePie. Of course. Valentine and Xavier so are, gaming, are in the gaming room. <laughs> Mark said... My gang has a gaming room. I love that. Oh, well, I'm going to go to the gaming room to see what the boys are doing. (laughs) I said. Okay! (laughs) Jack yelled. Jeez, can you be any louder? Mark complained. I walked to the gaming room to see Valentine and Xavier playing some Overwatch. Yelled the boys running over to me so they could hug me. Hey. I said. Wanna play some Overwatch? Asked Xavier. Sure. (laughs) What what happened? Why did we kill Chris? What happened to him? So in the first chapter that we decided to skip because it didn't do much, it establishes that I am a hitman, obviously. Um, cool. <laughs> and I'm guessing about 31 chapters later, the boys' trademark find out. So You know what's crazy? There has to be some weird trope that went around for people who are writing like reader insert YouTuber fan fiction because I also wrote like a criminal syndicate YouTube mm-hmm. fan fiction based off of Payday 2. I remember a lot of fanfics about like that kind of stuff too. Yeah. 
I don't understand why that was a why that was a, a craze, but I fell victim to it. Yep. I mean, we all asked the question, why did we do certain things in the early 2000s and 10s? The early to be free. Yeah. Oh, Lauren. Oh, YA novels for four. Okay. <laughs> Another thing that I don't want to put out on the internet. From what fandom was the first fanfic I ever read after being forced to read it by my friends in my seventh grade chorus class? Bitch, I don't know. Lauren? Was this a divergent fanfic? No. I don't know. It was a random guess. I mean, valid. Fanfic from a book you were forced to read. In seventh grade. I'm trying to think of like seventh grade kids like. What I was, yeah. The oh, fanfic fan I was forced to read. I actually, this is a hint for Sydney. I did not read this series until this year. Quack. Sydney. Is it, Percy, is it a Percy Jackson fanfic? It's a Percy what? Jackson fanfic, baby. You never either i totally cut what? out do you, you didn't read those books till this year either <laughs> did not read those books until this year i uh i read them this wow. year and see the only way that i thought lauren would get this is because we've talked about the fact that the first fanfic that i ever read was a lemon oh it's very lemony uh, yeah we're not gonna read oh, much well. of it i promise okay yeah because i was also thinking aren't these minors yeah, this is the only one where the characters I chose, I didn't specifically age up because this is very true to the exact fanfic that I had to read. Okay. I couldn't Understood. find the one that I had to read, but it was also on fanfic.net. It was also a Lemon Truth or Dare. Can't find it. We're going to stop before Percy POV. So just the first two okay. sections. All right. Sounds good. All I'm right. taking dialogue. Sounds good. Selena. To what? It's Selena. It's Selena Bo. Oh, yeah. I love Selena. The rules are simple. Take clothing off if you don't do a dare and kiss a random boy or girl if you don't do the truth. Whatever happens here stays here in the Aphrodite cabin. Said Selena as she locked the doors. Everybody was sitting around in the room, some on bunks and some on the floor. So who goes first? How about you, Percy? Sure. Selena, truth or dare? Dare. I won't be talking to myself this whole thing. <laughs> I dare you. If you want to, go for it. Uh, okay. I dare you to French kiss Chiron without any clothes. Selena took off her shirt, revealing a blue bra. Percy, uh, now, now it's my turn. Selena said with a devilish smile. Truth or dare? Truth? Uh, yep. Dare. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to have seven minutes in heaven with Annabeth. You guys have to strip down in front of us. If you deny what? this, Percy, 
two pieces of clothing are coming off, and it's the bottom ones. Jesus. What the hell? <laughs> you Aphrodite girl. You Aphrodite girl. He just called her a slut. Yeah, <laughs> he basically. Did. You whore. <laughs> Uh, I'm not gonna do this, t- guys. There we go. I'm not gonna do this, guys. And Beth protested. But you have to, unless Percy says no. Only the dared can refuse. That. That's okay. a rule. That's fine. Annabeth, come on. <laughs> Said Percy as he took off all his clothes, revealing his dick. Talia, Piper, Katie, and Annabeth bore hungry. <laughs> Like it's like a dark <laughs> world. Lost heroes on top. Oh my god! <laughs> so okay, Annabeth balked for a minute. She grudgingly got up and undressed, and then the whole room was looking at Percy and Annabeth naked. Annabeth couldn't help but sneak a look at Percy's thing. She was wondering <laughs> if being naked in the closet with her love could be that bad. Could be a thing to Strange Anatomy Channel or yep. Horrible Anatomy. I got yep, you. I think that's pretty good. Well, are you modeling for us? Get in the closet. Selena smirked, being the ringmaster of the game. <laughs> Annabeth's POV. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to read this. I don't want to. <laughs> Huge. Gargantuan. Those are the words I would use to describe his godly being. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward on so many levels, yet my wildest dreams come true. I was in a huge walk-in closet with Percy naked. I couldn't describe the feelings I have at this moment. I wasn't that into it in the beginning, um, but I reminded myself to give thank you to Selena after this. This is going to happen sometime, but having it now is so much better. I was so scared on how Percy looked hesitant to everybody except me, where he looked excited. The choice was was in his hands and he took it but i can't blame him because i might have chosen this too listen annabeth i'm so sorry if you just want to stand here and wait i'll totally understand percy said apologetically a consent king um and this is where i got weird sometimes the strange and normal side gets the better of me and does crazy stuff in return for acting so stern and athena like but in the moment i acted like percy I grabbed his shaft in one hand with his back with the other and I leaned over and started to make out with him. Lord, Annabeth. <laughs> Let's use the walk-in closet. I hear the carpet is soft. Why don't we have some fun on it? Why do you hear the carpet is soft? Who's talking about the carpet? <laughs> the carpet Selena. in my walk-in closet is so soft. It's obviously Selena. And she's talking sure. about her bush, not, not the closet. <laughs> amazing i temporarily let go of a shaft and push him gently (laughs) to the carpet where he lied on his back and i looked at me as i came in for his dick i came down hard and sucked it like there's no tomorrow at first percy was absolutely stunned but shocked was replaced by moans and smiles so big that it pushed all the cabins out of the way what no idea. After a minute of that, my mouth came off, much of my dismay, and my hand gingerly touched his throbbing penis. I started to rub it, and then gave him a hand job. After that, I leaned over and let him have his turn with what he does best. 
What does he do best? No, we're we're not going to find out. We're not going to find out. (sighs) This is so long. Also, they say part two coming later and part two never comes. Oh. Godly penis. Godly penis, my man. I'm sorry. I can't get over that. That was something. I just wrote the word pernis. <laughs> pernis. Godly pernis. Pernis. Yeah, I uh, was forced to read a Truth or Dare Percy Jackson Lemon in my seventh grade chorus class. It was like in 12 chapters class? long. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Choir kids are freak. Choir kids are freak. But are they more freak <laughs> than band kids? That's the ultimate question. Uh, my group was band and chorus. Oh, it's so much worse. Um, Okay, so we have two left in Obscene Obsessions, one left in YA novels, and one left in uh, uh, Childhood Crushes. Oh, God. Okay. Well, it's my turn to choose again. Yeah. Okay. Um, Childhood Crushes. Okay. I don't want to do this one. Yeah. <laughs> you chose the these, bitch! I know Quack. I know I Quack. The Wessler. <laughs> How bad can I be? Okay, so I had, I had a friend. I had a friend at middle school and high school who was just a skinny white dude with dark hair, and we would consistently, there was a group chat with him in it, we would just send Wessler memes into the group chat, like aimed at him. <laughs> Iconic. He, he leaned into it. Uh, okay. I love it. This is a level four, and this is the one that I, um, oh god. What live action remake of my favorite cartoon show was so bad that I wrote an 18 page letter to the director detailing every single error in the movie? Bonus points if you can name the character I had a crush on. Quack. Sydney. Avatar The Last Airbender. It is Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> I knew it. Was it? It's Zuko. It's Zuko, baby. I know it! Good choice. Good choice. choice. I was also a Zuko girly. Who wasn't a Zuko girly? That's where my love for morally great characters began. I'm sorry, I love the (gasps) summary, which is I Want More by Rachel SVB. And the summary just is just just when things were starting to heat up. I love I don't it. Know where to stop this at? Because it's kind of long. Um. How bad can I be? So wait, 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 wait! Is this a threesome? It is yes. a threesome <laughs> with May. With May <gasps> and Reader. <gasps> wait, 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 wait! Can I please do May's lines? I have a really shitty <laughs> impression. <laughs> Can I hear of your course. shitty impression? Not now. When we she get there. Yeah, until I, just we get don't there. To, I don't know where to cut it off at. Or is it Zuko that um, I have the shit? However. Just cut it off, I think. Um, why don't we end at uh, Please Ride Me, Zuko. That's already what I was thinking. Right. Then you were more than happy to oblige. That's exactly where I was going to do it. Okay, perfect. Beautiful. All right. 
shall I do all the description or would you like me to narrate as well? Oh, um, this is I Want More uh, on AO3 by Rachel 2L's SVB. Thank you. I'll narrate. It's fun. I'll also add uh, my voice to the voice acting with Zuko. Uh, You went to shut your eyes when a movement on the right caught your attention. Zuko was now sitting on the bed, shirtless, and palming his erection. Oh. He was mouth-watering. You wanted every piece of him and May. Your body was screaming for you to do something. May smiled at Zuko before walking over to the bed. While walking, pieces of clothing fell off her before she stood there with nothing else on. Your mind was swimming with thoughts. You had never been more turned on in your life. And though it was a cold night, you felt like you were melting. I want more. The plea. The words plea in a silent room. Zuko smirked at you as May sat beside him and ran her hand down his chest and abdomen slowly. You could see his breath hitch as her hand slipped under his pants. Is that me? I think so. I don't know. Then come get it. <laughs> One minute. I'm having a conniption. <laughs> hey, Lauren. This Stop episode it. is sponsored by the Quinn app. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> You bite your lip as you slowly crawled onto the bed and stopped right before both of them. You felt a little awkward being in their space together like this, and it was Zuko. It was as if Zuko could read you, read read you mind. He reached out his hand towards you, and you took it. You moved a little closer to him until you were on your knees between his legs. Why don't you pick up where I left off? May I- oh wait, that's May. Sorry. No, you're good. Why don't you pick up where I left off? May asked when you glanced at her hand moving in Zuko's pants. You smiled a little before grabbing the edge of Zuko's pants and pulling them down. The ghost smirked at you and lifted his hips, helping you pull them further down. You could feel May rubbing your arm gently to start kissing your shoulders. You could feel every part of you yearning for this moment. When Zuko's pants were finally off, he grabbed your face and pulled you towards him. I want you to suck my cock. (laughs) Sorry. The demand made you even wetter than you were. And May, I want you to sit on my face. <laughs> you and May both moaned at his words. A win for feminism. <laughs> a win for feminism. A win to win. <laughs> a win is a win. <laughs> a win is a win. Uh, he backed away from Zuko and looked at May. Did he kiss me real? Nope. Nope. That's May again. I'm so sorry. No, I didn't think so either. You're good. <laughs> Will you kiss me real quick? May smirked and leaned into you, your lips brushing against her lips rushing against yours before she deepened it. As your tongues danced across each other, you placed your hand on, around Zuko's base. You smiled when you felt a jump on the contact. You suddenly started to twist your hand up and down as May moved to the top of the bed. As May lowered herself onto Zuko, you leaned down and wrapped your lips around his cock. Oh, oh! his words come off as May got comfortable. <laughs> You glanced up and saw May's head falling back in ecstasy. She she was facing you, which allowed you to admire her body. Her breasts were perfect and couldn't help yourself as you leaned over Zuko and wrapped her lips around one of her hot nipples. (laughs) Is that me? Yeah, I think I believe it is. Oh, yes. 
the words egged you on, making you run your hands over her body. You were hand tangling in her hair and giving it a quick tug, making her moan out. You felt yourself clench, and you wanted nothing more than to be riding Zuko. You wanted to wait, though. You wanted to hear one of them say it. You went back in between Zuko's legs and started where you left off. Your lips wrapped around him as you took more of him in your mouth, gently sucking on his hard length. He was big, and you had a feeling he knew how to use it well. <laughs> you reached your hand down and ran it over his balls, gagging slightly when his hips jutted up, and that was all it took. Zuko tapped May's hips, signaling her to stop. Please ride me! Zuko already sounded wrecked, and you were more than happy to oblige. <laughs> iconic, ladies. Iconic. I was waiting for him to say something like <laughs> Lauren, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh god. <sighs> deep breaths, deep breaths, deep breaths. I do this for my friends. I do this for my hose. I do this for my hose. I'll so tell you who I can do an impression of from Avatar Last Airbender. It's Momo. Let's hear it. I Momo. Yeah. Huh. That does sound like Momo. Huh. Hey, I can do a good awful one. <laughs> <laughs> This is a zombie from Minecraft. I know. <laughs> I hate it. Continuing. We have three and four left for obscene obsessions and two left for YA novels. I think Personally, we have to do... I was going to say, personally, I'd hold off on the four. I think it's... I was going to say three for obscene obsessions. If Hell yeah. Was not jacked. Me too. Damn, bestie. <laughs> okay. Um, what popular book and then movie had me dragging my poor parents around downtown Amsterdam in middle school. Why are all these from middle school? In middle school. Quack! Quack! I that said was quack! So that bitch. was so Sydney. Damn it! <laughs> uh, fuck! I have it in my brain. I can't say the author though. No. Oh, fault! Uh, fault against our stars. Oh, you know, I know it. You know, I know I it. I do. You, I do know you know it, Lauren. Do you just want to say it right for? Her? Just say it right. Yeah, it's Fault in Our Stars. The Fault it in Our is Stars. It is Fault in Our Stars. This one, this one is... I don't like Quick this question. one. Should we forever what? find this one? Quick question. Yes, Why were they so obsessed with Anne Frank's house? In that book? Yeah, I don't know. That was a little weird. Maybe maybe because she died young and they're trying to draw comparisons. I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird, but you know what? Anal sex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, love me like you're one and only by Miss Bondage. Jesus Christ. Yep. 
Yep. I'm opening that author profile in a new tab. What you got? She's she um, writes BTS fan fiction. Guys, have you read the alternate universe? August's cancer never came back, and Hazel had died six months after Amsterdam. It's been two years yep. after her death. Augustus has moved on from her and living with Isaac, taking care of each other. Yep. So this is gay, I'm hearing? Yeah, we're only gonna do that first very long oh, paragraph shit, it is because gay. it gets really dark really fast. So we're just gonna do the first oh. paragraph. Understood. Yeah, I I would assume so. There's like a weird kidnapping plot line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I'm literally excuse couldn't me? tell you. E.L. James, did you read this before you wrote the ending of the mister? Is that why we had the second ending? <laughs> hate it. Hate it. Do you I've think E.L. E. James like, hate listens to us? Oh, yeah. I would love that. Me I would too. love that for her. Maybe she us. was the listener that fell off in the UK. <gasps> she may Maybe. have been. Rest in peace. Hit me with the the gay Faulkner stars. Here we go. Um, I don't. Hey, I'll be real. I don't remember who Isaac is. Isaac was the Isaac. friend who I believe he was blind. Is that correct? He was blind. He had cancer in his eyes. Don't know what that's called. And he lost his eyes, so he was blind. Got it. Good to know. Also, I forgot that they all had cancer. <laughs> I'll be real with you. Um, I got yeah. it confused uh, with the. Oh, six feet apart people. Mm. Mm-hmm. I got those two things mixed up. Anyway, Lauren, I've been speaking a lot. Oh, you want me to read? Yes, please. Speed run. <clears throat> Augustus entered the apartment, limping slightly. He stopped in the front hall, glancing around, searching for Isaac. When Augustus couldn't find him, he knew he was all alone in the apartment. He went and collapsed on their shared couch. Augustus closed his eyes and just breathed a sigh of relief. Isaac seemed to always be around him and always on Augustus's mind. It started about nine months ago, after Augustus had finally come to terms with Hazel's death. After he started to notice the fact he may like other people. Over some time, he started to notice Isaac more and more. Augustus forced himself to stop thinking about Isaac, knowing that if he went on, he would end up getting hard. That's like a term. But the harder he tried, the more he pictured Isaac's toned shoulders, the lead in his, pr- sorry, that lead in his pristine back. <laughs> is that supposed to be lead? Yes, it is lead. Welcome to my nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Flowing into his slightly flared out hips and completely grabbable ass. Same. Augustus felt his pants tighten around his crotch. He groaned under his breath as he palmed himself through his jeans. Wait, why was he holding back? He was alone. He could touch. Augustus started squeezing and rubbing his shaft through his jeans, bringing small moans from his throat. Isaac's long legs came to him. Legs. He pictured around his hips as he fucked him long and hard. Augustus slid his hand up and unbuttoned his jeans, giving his dick freedom from the pants zipper. He lifted his hips and pushed his pants back and briefs down, cock springing forward. Boing. He wrapped, <laughs> boing, boing. He wrapped his hand around his shaft, moving up and down, imagining Isaac was riding him. 
Augustus closed his eyes, picturing Isaac moving up and down his tight little body. when they when they add that it's so weird because i just pictured like a little like cylinder like pringles tube like <laughs> yeah yep ah, this tiny little body sliding hot around augustus isaac had his head thrown back and his mouth open no sound coming out pleasure very obvious on his face Every thrust hitting Isaac's sweet spot, bringing him closer and closer to his climax. Augustus squeezed harder, knowing he was close, wishing it was, <laughs> wishing it was Isaac's tight hole. <laughs> Wait, guys, I just realized something. Mm. I think this is our first gay sex scene we've we've ever listened, we've ever had to read out loud. MLM, yeah, yeah, true MLM. Represent tight little hole. Represent. Do do Draco and Harry <laughs> fucking my model? No, they don't. I think it's I like think off screen. It. it was like I think it was like a throwaway um, line. Maybe. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. They did once apparently, and then <laughs> she got. I mean, she got mad. Yeah. He fantasized about Isaac. Came down on him hard. A shiver running through his body. Isaac coming untouched and only from Gus's <laughs> from Gus's prick shoved deep inside of him. I hate that word. He bumped his mm-hmm. fist one more time and his body shattered. He groaned out Isaac's name. Augustus's eyes opened his eyes and stared at his cum covering his hand. He stared at his hand and as he tried to recover his senses. Do you want me to say do you want to do the one yeah. line of dialogue? <laughs> Augustus muttered under his breath his head fell back eyes covered by his arm Augustus sighed and shuffled to the bathroom to clean himself up he never once opened his eyes on the way and missed seeing Isaac standing in the hallway the door to the bathroom closed and Isaac let out a shaky breath the shower was turned on Isaac walked back to the front door closed it forcefully Damn. <laughs> Damn. It gets so dark so fast. I'm sure. I bet. This is, it's a dark book. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Well, excellent. Okay. I'm going to ask you the one that isn't number four because that would be lame. Okay. So this is under YA novels. It's number two. What was, and still is, my all-time favorite YA series, despite the fact that I read the 13th book out of order? 13th? Yes. That's such a hint. In a YA... (laughs) Quack. Sydney. You said fucking warrior cats? No. Hey, it's YA, so... I would rather die than read some furry shit on this podcast. Hey, don't do that. Did we do that? We've re- the Freddy Fazbear shit. Oh, <laughs> he was technically human. You guys just refuse to acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah, true. That yeah. Accidental furries weak. <laughs> They're being weak instead of owning up to the reality. Yeah. 
13th book. What the hell is 13 books? Or more. She said, like, she read the 13th book out of order, but it doesn't mean, like, it was, like, that is the last book, you know? (laughs) My non-serious answer is Magic (laughs) Treehouse. (laughs) And this is a YA book? (laughs) This is YA, yep. YA, a young adult YA, 13 book. What the hell? What has that meant? And is this a popular series, or is it kind of underground? Very popular. popular. Really? Yes. <laughs> I didn't have that much um, out of order. <gasps> Quack. Quack. Lauren. Lauren. Was it Maximum Bride? No. Even hmm. more popular. What? There is a movie and TV show based off the series. What? Movies suck. TV show is phenomenal. <laughs> Doesn't help me at all. <laughs> It's not Shadow know. and Bone, is it? Nope. What? Shadow and Bone does not have 13 books. <laughs> I yeah. know nothing about it. I'm just guessing. It has, like, <laughs> at most five. What is 13 books? Quack. Sydney. Is this Immortal Instruments? It's still not Mortal Instruments. No, it's, it's the other one, isn't it? It's the other one? I don't think you guys have said it at all. I don't know then. <laughs> I say this is YA. It honestly might dip younger. I think it's YA. I need a clue. There yeah. are exactly 13 books in this series. God please. Damn. Okay, well that doesn't help me at all, Ashlyn. Well, it's kind of important. <laughs> Series of unfortunate events. It is a series of unfortunate events. Let's go! <laughs> Just thinking it, but I couldn't figure out the full title. I was like, unfortunate something. I was like, what? So to, to, be, to be clear, this is specifically and intentionally aged up. Yeah, because I just read okay. it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's aged up. Kissing close blouder. Blouder. I haven't read this series in a long time. Baldur's Gate 3. Expand your pack. Yo. This is Kissing Klaus Baudelaire, a one-shot collection by Simp for Klaus Mm -hmm. Baudelaire. Oh my god, you guys discovered my secret (laughs) (laughs) favorite account. I'll slay. Klaus Baudelaire in a series of unfortunate events the TV show is played by a man named Milo Hines, um, who Mm -hmm. I follow on Instagram, and I am in love with him beautiful um i will say do you want to know why it did take me seconds because i was like thinking i'm like what was a really good show but like the movie sucked and it like took me a bit when you said like why and then you said it, it skewed younger and i went it's a series mm-hmm. of unfortunate events the, mo- yeah. the, the movie shoves together like it's two awful. different books it's so yeah. bad mm. the tv show is phenomenal each mm-hmm. book gets two episodes it's amazing it's amazing no tv show has ever done books like that show has yeah interesting it's kind of well, long i'll uh i'll cut you off when we get to cut off time but say, um, also, but percy jackson off. percy jackson hasn't come out yet which is the whole first i'm sure book, percy but... jackson will be great the first movie was okay the second movie was ass well, no, we're talking about the TV yeah. show now. <laughs> well, I haven't seen the TV show yet. True. Okay. Lauren, would you like to read? Up to you. So, do, do, you want, do you want me to be YN? Yes, please. Okay. You can be Klaus. I, I, okay. 
This time, y'all get Klaus's POV, except it's like third person limited. Nice. Hell yeah. Klaus hit his keyboard, frustration bubbling in his gut. He had been trying to work all day long, but he was too distracted. His he assistant had. Sh- <laughs> Some Pepto Bismol. He's got a bubbly tummy. <laughs> Me too. His assistant had shown up to work in that little black dress she knew he liked, and now his mind would focus on nothing but her. It had been hours, and he hadn't gotten any of his work done. How was he supposed to run a company if all he could do was think of the pretty girl right outside his door? He tugged his hair for a moment, then abruptly stopped and stormed over to his office door. He grabbed the handle, taking a moment to compose himself, before opening the door and walking out, catching her eyes as he approached her desk. Need something, sir? Ashlyn asked, grinning up at him. He wanted to bite that grin right off her scarlet lips. A chill ran down his spine at the thought. <gasps> My office. Now. Oh, shit. This is, okay. <laughs> Hold on. We'll talk. I'm a Mystic Messenger girly. And if any of y'all out there are Mystic Messenger girlies, you know, Juman Han on that game is like my fantasy. Like, I <laughs> love like the, like the idea of like an inappropriate workplace relationship. <laughs> <laughs> See, I usually hate it. I love it. <laughs> oh, um, can I have like 10 minutes? She asked, glancing down at her computer. I'm working on something important. His patience, already paper thin, snapped. He planted his hand so firmly on the desk that it rattled everything on top. He leaned over, his face close to hers. Now. He repeated. Seeth gritted. (laughs) Ashlyn's cheeks went red, her lips parting in a soft gasp. It took everything in him not to pin her to her seat and claim her lips right in front of all his other employees. Sure, they all knew that the two were married, but he still didn't want an audience for what he planned to do to her. Oh, so they're married. Okay, cool. Loses an appeal. Oh, (laughs) it's not inappropriate now. It's not inappropriate anymore. Yes, sir. She whispered finally. Klaus stood up, turning on his heel and heading back into his office without looking behind him. He knew she was following. Lock the door. He commanded when he heard the click of her heels against his tile floors. The deadbolt slid into place with a thump and he whirled around, his eyes blazing. She gasped a little again and he chuckled dryly, meeting her as she walked slowly to the middle of the room. Hey, baby. She stammered, giving him a nervous smile. He licked his lips, his eyes on her mouth. No small talk, sweets. You know what I want. She gulped, (laughs) pressing her lips tightly together. His eyes darted up to meet hers, and he was met with the same wild gaze he was sure his his own eyes had taken on. Yeah, I, I know. He nodded and took a step closer to her, his hand sliding onto her waist. You wanted to? The second his hands were on her body, she was gripping his arms and melting into him, nodding fiercely and breathing heavily. (laughs) Klaus's hands darted up to grip her hair. He smashed his lips hard against hers, groaning at the taste of her lipstick and starting to bite her bottom lip. She whimpered softly, which only fueled his passion. One of his hands dropped back down to her hip and he turned them both around, stumbling forward until her back was against his desk. 
He broke the kiss for just a second, grumbling. Sit. Stay. <laughs> Down, boy. Down. Down. Roll over. Play dead. <laughs> Ashlyn obeyed, sitting atop his desk as she was told before grabbing his tie and pulling him back to her. He smirked and kissed her deeply, his hands cupping her blushing cheeks. <gasps> Which ones? <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. Good girl. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. My mom's calling. <laughs> he praised. That's where I'm gonna cut you off. No, no. <laughs> my no. entire like notebook setup for my like class notebooks just fell over. Oh my no. god. No. <laughs> I'm bookmarking this shit. <laughs> I don't even know who Klaus is. I never read this series. I've known either, but that was hot. <laughs> that was so good. That was good, Ashlyn. That's also being bookmarked <sighs> and saved for later. Thank you. I worked <laughs> way too hard on this. <laughs> Marking for later. Okay. I'm out of my Dr. Pepper. Well, Sydney can't stay. <laughs> so our mm-hmm. last one is um, obscene obsessions. It's a uh, four level four. <sighs> what Broadway-based fandom was responsible for helping Quack. me meet my high school friend group, Lauren? Lay Miz. It is Les Mis! <laughs> it is Les Mis! My hint was going to be, I've never seen this show live, and much to Sydney's dismay, I love the movie version. <laughs> yeah, and I'd be like, you're wrong. That's just wrong. Um, All I have to it, say. It is Les Mis, Lauren, how did you know? Listen, you, you you give a certain vibe that makes me think Louis the Sixteenth and Les Mis <laughs> without hesitation. See, I was hoping I'd catch you. You seem to know my crime. We'll show they come a second time. One day more. I was hoping I'd keep you in like a Hamilton trap. No. Because this no. is the friend group that introduced me to Hamilton, but not how I met them. Mm-hmm. Um so for the record, his name is pronounced Anjola. Just so you know. Anjola. Okay. I'm yep. not going to be able to say that. Uh, so his name for me is. Weeby. 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 This is also a threesome. I... Yeah. Hey, Ashlyn. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. The, the mm-hmm. one that I found before this one, what was it? Oh, oh my God. Do you know how many Javert X. Um, uh, what's so his many. name? So many, yeah. so many. Yeah. yeah, it's horrifying. Lauren is just staring, being like, "I don't know, I don't know any." I, I've never seen Lamez or read it. It it is the two grown men who want to kill each other. Yep, there okay. are so be- many of them, and people are like, "That's hot." <laughs> <laughs> There's tension. <laughs> there is so a lot. many of those. Um, How do I'm you say the other? Okay. okay. Can you say the so other on- name? Is it Aponine? Eponine. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, Angela Eponine Cazette. Wee wee. Wee wee. There's no French in this one that I know of, so. This is Stay by Orphan underscore account. Good luck finding it. Okay. 
Would you like me to read or what would you like to do, Lauren? For it. I believe this will make Ashlyn laugh as our final one when I try to pronounce French names. Let's do it. <laughs> Opening his door was his first mistake. In his defense, Elibi didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> um, Eponine, his, his platonic roommate, had her friend Cassette over. They'd gone back to her room because... To, gone back to her room together and had to come out. Elibi was going back to ask them if they wanted to order pizza or something, and he'd heard dot 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 noises. He thought one of them was choking or in pain. Wee Wee immediately panicked, his heart be- erratic. He threw open the door, ready to help, and stood dumbfounded in the doorway at the sight before him, which was definitely not either of them in pain. <laughs> Cosette was lying on her back, legs spread, and Eponine was on top of her, laying the opposite way. 69ing, both their faces were, were barren in each other's crotches. Eponine's long brown hair covered Cosette, but the noise of it, of his intrusion, she flipped her hair back and looked at him. Wee Wee suddenly realized the noises he heard were most definitely not choking. Uh, Wee Wee looked at the ground in front of him, eyes wide, as he stuttered out an apology. He ignored the sight, had stirred something in his cock, which was rapidly hardening for some reason, though. As he babbled, his feet were still planted on the ground, despite the fact he knew he should be leaving. And now, I'm... Oh, wait, no, Lauren. <laughs> sorry. I got you. I'm... Oh, my God. I'm so... God, shit, I'm sorry. I'm... Angela. Eponine drawled as she got off Cosette, standing. She walked over to him as Cosette propped her up on her elbows. Weeby kept his eyes locked on his feet. Eponine and Cosette were both naked, their mouths and chins wet, their hair wild. Why didn't he leave? He should turn and go and give them their privacy. Maybe she was coming over to beg him to keep it a secret, since she wasn't out and, and to anyone in their friend group. He was more than willing to do that for them, even under normal circumstances, but then he was especially willing since he was being so rude to them right now. Angela. She repeated, putting her hand on his chin and tilting his face up to look at her. She spoke to him as if he were a lost child. We were just talking about you. As she moved his head up, Wee forced himself to, man- to maintain eye contact. His pupils were dilated to the point no color remained. His heart felt like it might burst. His cock strained in his pants painfully, and he wondered if it was actually possible to get hard as fast as he had. Eponine smiled at him a cat eye, like a cat eyeing a mouse. She and Cosette could tell he was obviously flustered and didn't seem to amuse them. She dropped her hand to his wrist and pulled gently, leading him across the room to her bed. He did not protest at all. When he got to the edge of the bed, she turned them so that she stood before him and the back of his legs were against the side of her bed. Cosette moved her knees behind him and ran her hands over his shoulders, arms, and chest. Eponine maintained eye contact with him as she reached down between them and undid his belt. Wee Wee wondered for a split second if this was how sailors felt when they were being led to their deaths by sirens. But that thought left him as Cosette started pulling his shirt off him (laughs) as Eponine started pulling his pants and boxer briefs down he lifted his arms without protest and stepped out of his pants and then eponine was slowly pushing him down against the bed he almost missed eponine and cosette glancing at each other both smiling wickedly cosette lounged against a large pile of pillows and we we sat between her spread legs leaning back against her chest resting her head on his head on her shoulder eponine straddled him raking her nails down his chest Wee Wee closed his eyes and parted his lip. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try the name instead of just replacing it. 
An... Angelis? An... 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 Jo-la. Jo-la. Angela. Angela. Beautiful. Angela closes his eyes. It's almost like saying the word Angela, but like in a shit accent. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, so it's like Angela, but you gotta say it in a different like Angela. Or you're like putting just the emphasis in different places. Um, Closed his eyes, parted his lips as they touched him, and he tried just to focus on forcing himself to keep breathing. Cosette kissed his neck and ran her hands over his shoulders and chest as Eponine kissed down his sternum. He let out a desperate moan as both her hands ran over his chest firmly, moving and massaging his muscles. He gasped when Eponine took his erection in her hand, gently stroking him, and Cosette moved her hand to the other side of her body, was resting his head on the shoulder of, and began stroking his hair. (laughs) He'd never known how sensitive his scalp was, but now he was moaning softly as she slowly ran his hand her hand through his hair, and Eponine had moved her thumb over the head of his cock. When Anjali felt Eponine's lips on him, she cried in pleasure. I tried. Don't give me that look, Ashlyn. <laughs> He's loud, Cosette said then, and he heard amusement in her voice. I've barely even started yet. Eponine giggled. Her mouth was so close to him that he felt her breath on the head of his cock and wet from Eponine's mouth and his pre-cum. Angelie let out a moan as he listened to them talk about him. They were treating him like a fun little game and he didn't even care. In fact, he loved every second of it. They could do anything he wanted to him as long as it felt good. This good. Eponine brought her mouth back to him, taking his head between her lips and swirling her tongue around it gently, sucking, sucking gently. Sorry, switch those around. And Cosette moved her hand down to his cheek and made him l- look down at Eponine. Watch. She crooned into his ear, holding his head in place. Keep your eyes open, baby boy. I'll cut you off there. <laughs> <laughs> He said, okay, okay, mommy. He said, mommy, sorry. <laughs> sorry, mommy, I'm sorry. Mommy, <laughs> mommy, sorry. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, Ashley. <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday, Raven. Happy birthday, okay. Swim. <laughs> Ashley, did you enjoy your birthday? I did enjoy my birthday. I can't remember who won. Everyone's a loser here. I know. Yeah. I think Ash, and you're the only one who won. So we'll just leave it at <laughs> That's that. That's true. We're the. I'm the That's only true. one who won because I drink an horchata shooter, and I get to go take Hell finals tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy! Beautiful. Anyway, on that note, uh, thank you all for listening to Ashlyn's birthday bash. Um, where we learned a little too much about the birthday girl. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but it's not like we haven't done that before. So, you know what? You guys, if you like this episode, there are two others currently out there. We've got my birthday episode and Lauren's, uh, where we read or read fan fiction or we read, um, that book about Mothman and then we talk about it. Anyway, uh, you should go follow us on all of our other socials. We've got Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube. We do have Twitch. Haven't put anything out on there. Um, and Reddit. Reddit. We're on Reddit too, Reddit. apparently, for some reason. 
Anyway, go give us a like. Go give us a follow. Comment down below. Um, what historical fa- um person would you write fan fiction about? And let us know. And with that, I'll I'll say goodnight to you, cutie patooties. Join us in I'm gonna say two weeks, I think, for our next episode which will be a real book for the first time in so long it'll be window shopping where we will discuss our thoughts on part one of the book thank you for tuning in to this episode of the raunchy power hour find us on instagram and twitter at the rph podcast send us book recs to our email raunchypowerhour at gmail.com or at the link in our bio on any of our socials as always stay raunchy stay raunchy